Hey everyone, this is Rob. And Michelle. And welcome to Boon Bape, your weekly podcast and everything you need to know about old school RuneScape. Alright, so this week up on the docket, of course, as always, we're going to be starting off with any account updates and just updates in general that we might have, including videos and other video games and stuff like that. And then we'll be going right into some really... Uh, you know, really pretty exciting updates. Exciting, yeah, really exciting updates. Honestly, with the first one being a little less exciting, in my opinion, but still, <laughs> for anyone that is participating, is very exciting for them. I'm sure, which is the 12th annual Golden Gnome Award. So, for anyone that doesn't know, this is where you vote for all of your favorite content creators in the OSRS space. So uh, we are not on there yet again. I mean, What's I didn't even that? try to get nominated. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a surprise to us at all. But um, actually, quite a lot of people that we know of. And like yes. some people that we've met in real life too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we're going to briefly go over that and all of your options for voting and all of that stuff. And then we'll be going into the probably the thing that's going to take up a large majority of this episode, which is going to mm -hmm. be the Ruinous Powers, the new prayer book. And a lot of not just drama, but also just a lot of interesting stuff around that and a lot of stuff to go over because it's an entire spell book. And so, prayer book. well, yeah, prayer book. <laughs> And so there's a lot to go over. So that's going to take quite a while. That's probably going to be probably, if I had to guess, the last half entirely of we, the episode. We don't even have the actual update out this week yet. No, it's so not. So we recorded the podcast over Tuesday, two days. So we have no idea how long this episode is going to be, depending on how long the update is tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they even <laughs> tweeted out and said that the actual update is not going to be out until tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday. Luckily, we do record the other half on Thursday. So, mm -hmm. um, But it's going to be quite a rush. We're actually, uh, I mean getting ready for the personal updates we're going out town this weekend we are so this is hopefully going to be a long episode but also un <laughs> unfortunately for our timeline this it might be a long episode yeah we might be very tired friday morning either way <laughs> um, yeah so if you are waiting for the update or to hear about the update then you can skip to a little bit later in the video mm -hmm. we should have timestamps, but it is not going to be in this portion because it is not out yet we're mostly yes, going to be talking about don't know what happens those two things so far but um, <laughs> yeah before we get into that though michelle how's it going Going really well. So I had my subathon last week. You did. Yeah, it went really well. We ended up reaching 200 subs, which was super dope. So I did a bit of PKing. I sent an Inferno attempt. I actually got my new personal best at Inferno again. Uh, my previous was wave 13. I made it to wave 14. That was really close to 60. Yeah, I mean, basically, I got the cape. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now especially like I was trying this time, bro. I was trying and people are like, when are you going to get the cape? And I'm like, do you see you clearly missed my struggles because that is so hard. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. To be fair, I've never watched a video on it. I just read some of the wiki and sent it. Well, yeah, at least you're not studying the hardest content in the game before you do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really grinding it. So I don't want to study it unless I'm really going to commit. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, so that went pretty well. I mean, that was kind of exciting that I was able to make that. And uh, for reaching the 200 subs, I got pied on stream, which was pretty funny. Yeah, I just got a bunch of whipped cream and <laughs> slammed it into her face. It was great. My mom was actually in the chat, and she accidentally became a pro at baiting subs for me. Yeah, she really wanted to see you get she, a, 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 so a bunch funny. of whipped cream on your face. Because like uh, we were like 13 subs away at one point, and my mom was in the chat like, 
only 13 subs. Come on, guys. Am I the only one that wants to see her get pied? And I'm like, yeah. dude, she's like really good at this. Yeah, her mom is like a big time boomer. So she didn't even know how to. Um... <laughs> she doesn't even know how to give subs because people were like, why isn't she gifting? I'm like, she doesn't know how to. Yeah, she literally <laughs> doesn't know how to set up gifting subs, which is kind of funny in and of itself. Yeah, she got gifted a sub before and uh, texted me and was like, how do I give this to you to make sure you get paid for it? And I was yeah. like, that's all it's that's already required. Done. It's already done. <laughs> the transaction transaction has been fulfilled. Yeah. So that was but, pretty funny. Yeah, no, it was pretty fun. I ended up streaming for like 17 hours. I set the cap at 15. I just kept streaming because Robert was going to be home soon anyways, and I was having fun. So we just kept going, and then we ended up reaching that goal. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Also, I was wondering if anyone wants to put any input in this because like, I wa- I've been wanting to ask people, are people that watch um, like you know, subathons and stuff like that, are they more interested in the length of the stream or more interested in the milestones in the stream? I wonder that too. Because yeah. I feel like the milestones are more exciting. Yeah, I, I mean, I do as well. Obviously, if you have both, then that would be ideal. But like... But I don't want to do a 24-hour again. Yeah. I, it's just like so messed up my sleeping schedule. Like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, especially for someone that's, you know, as small as you. It's hard to stay up that long. Says the little mouse. Okay. Anyway... But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It went really, really well. And I was still, uh, I think it was actually like 202 we got. So I still did not quite make it to the Sprite, <laughs> the Sprite Chant Redemption the round. The Sprite Redemption. I did that before. And it's basically you chug an entire bottle of Sprite without burping. I spent 20 minutes nursing that Sprite and never even finished it. No. And I couldn't burp. I just felt sick all night. And I could not physically burp. It was awful. Yeah, that's... But really now I weird. feel like I could do it. I feel like I just have to chug it. I didn't chug it, and it was cold and it hurt my throat. So I'm, I'll do it again someday. Yeah. I need to redeem myself. <laughs> I, anyway. I I was gonna rehash this meme that I saw, but I feel like doing that on. What are you rehashing memes through podcasts? Exactly. I was like, when I you're don't, not looking at the meme, is the funniest know, thing you could do. I don't think that translates really well. So we'll just move on. But oh. <laughs> you're actually me whenever I try to tell jokes on uh, the stream, and I'm like, all right, maybe this isn't that funny. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, at least I caught myself before I went into it. Like, no, this I, is... I go full in, and then afterwards I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys. And I'm like, this is definitely not radio talk. Like, this is not <laughs> what you want to hear. That's but so uh, funny. what else did you get into? Uh, I was doing a lot of TOA this week. We saw a couple purple splits. Um, so we got a fang that was 12 mil each. We also got a mask that was 12 and a half mil each. Not too bad. I also did a couple of chambers this week during the subathon. Chambers of Zarek? Yeah. Wow. It, so the goal was like supposed to be mass chambers uh, free for all and then mass chambers, mass corp free for all. Corp, no one got anything. So there was a twisted buckler that someone got and... Basically, I couldn't get mass, a group of mass people, whatever, a huge group to join. So I combined forces with Ellie to stream and we uh, went like nine of us and there was like three people or four people from our stream. Nice. And us four had a secret alliance that were like, all right, we'll split if we get anything. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I got four mil from a buckler. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I wanted to do the free for all. And then, that's really and then cool. Ivor and Bali were like, should we split? And I was like, fine, we split. Okay. Wow. Um, but anyway, it was it was a lot of fun. The subathon was so much fun. And most importantly, last night I got the Guardians transmog. Oh yeah, that was actually surprising. Yeah, it was very random because yeah. I haven't I think that's the first time that I've like earnestly tried was last night. Yeah. Well, since I got Caffrey. I've sent it before, like thinking like, oh maybe I'll get it, but um That was definitely by far the fastest of the transmogs so far. It felt the least stressful too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like 
staying fairly calm and composured at the end. I mean, calm and composure. Yeah. Oh, calm. Yeah. yeah, isn't that right? Composed. Composed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. I went with Doofy. Shout out Doofy. So now all I have is Aka left. Yeah. Which is going to be a longer grind, probably the longest. I think you really build up Aka in your head. He's not a hard boss. So what makes Aka hard on the pet transmog? Is the butterfly. We all know. No, it's because all... I haven't tried all of the Aka invocations on at the same time. But there's one double trouble that it does the memory puzzle while also doing that black orb thing. So yeah. it's like mega hard to not take damage. But I'm going to learn how to staircase. Yeah. He's going to teach me how to staircase, which basically means that you just walk in your own corner oh, during it. Well, I'm telling everyone else. Oh, sorry. Like, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were trying to explain to me. I'm like, I've seen <laughs> this happen many I'm times. I'm saying it to the listeners. You're like, yeah, I know. Basically, you can skip the entire memory phase by just like walking in your own corner slowly. Yeah, maybe you it's can. It's gonna take ask, some practice, uh, I'm sure. Maybe you can ask Clone as well. I've seen Clone do it mm-hmm. on the stream a lot. Purple Clone, uh, they're also a streamer. You should check them out. They're a gamer. They're yeah, they're gamer. they're a high level raider. So. Yeah, I've basically I've gone to every pet transmog with a different person now. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be like Clone. Would you like to go with me, Frog? <laughs> yeah, I was watching Purple Clone actually just the other day. And they were doing the, exactly that. And Dude, I think if they, so they were good. doing like 450s or 480s just like by themselves. Absolute gamer. Yeah, we went, I went on a raid with, um, it was Dadding, Ilado, Skatizho, and Purple Clone. And all of us except for Purple Clone died within like the first or second quadrant. And Purple Clone literally carried us to the end. And it was a 420. Yeah. That for, was nuts. And like to 420s cla- are very hard. <laughs> to clarify for anyone that doesn't understand the staircasing method, essentially you're walking in between the ticks that the waves do damage. So it's called staircasing because you just are walking left and up, left and up, mm-hmm. and it looks like a staircase. I but... don't think they even did staircasing for that. They were just a game. No, right? yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> he was, they, they were later uh, yeah. in, in, a, in a separate run solo. But yeah, so that's the premise of. Uh, staircasing is you're walking in between damage ticks mm-hmm. so you're not technically on the platform so you're not taking damage it's like a weird mechanic it's so cool i i have like so many little friends in game now that are such good gamers that it's like teach me your ways yeah so i mean, I feel so cool if i could learn how to staircase you're I just hope I can. a permanent padawan and everything yeah but um butterflying still trying to get the hang of <laughs> yes that's so. um you just basically run away from the melee version of Aka without taking damage. It's a, like an ex- extreme version of kiting, very specific. Yeah, It's harder because I have Sanguinesti and I use the tiles that you're supposed to use with the shadow. Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, Sanguinesti is a five-tick weapon while the shadow, of course, is a four-tick weapon. So it I think does... it's the opposite, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Or, it mean, might be. I mean, they're different ticks. could be. Yeah, either way, one's four and one's five. Yeah, so basically I'm using the incorrect tiles, but I'm practicing it because I'm saving up for a shadow anyway. Okay. And uh, red Xing, I actually kind of did a little bit the other day. Red Xing makes it so um, you no one takes damage from Baba, basically. Yeah. But it's like it's the same tactic you would use for a garage door. Oh really? Is it? Uh, for solo. That. Oh, I've never done it solo. Yeah, maybe Zami as well. I know that's why everyone brings the the base of the cannon to garage door. Is Whenever, that why people yeah. use that to click on? Yeah, so they could red exit. So with red exiting, the way that you do it is you're walking and you click on a pillar, you move two steps forward, hit Baba, and it takes you back. And you just keep doing that over and over. And I was doing okay, but then I started to like 
overthink it and I yeah. messed it up. <laughs> it's funny because we're just going to describe all the high level rating techniques. So for well, anyone that doesn't know. that's the last one. That's the last one. I just wanted to let them know. For, for anyone that doesn't know, red Xing just means that. So there's a big difference between when you click in the game and there's a yellow X. And there's, when then you click and there's a red X. Yellow just means you're going to walk there. And there's different priorities that your character has when walking. Oh, if I it's didn't know a yellow, why it was called this. And then if you click on something and it's an actual thing to click on, such as a pillar, then it's a red X. And that oh. makes it so that your character will bypass a lot more things while walking. I had no idea that's why. Yeah. You know, I thought it was called red X because the pillar is red. No. So, <laughs> and I didn't understand the so X the part. Ma- <laughs> the main part of the red X is that means that you, like it has a weird interaction with you and things that are targeting you. Mm-hmm. And so one, it avoids a lot of collision and like, uh, enemies will move differently than they normally would if you are red xing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I just I knew what it like what to do. Didn't know why I was doing it. Didn't know why I was called that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's a it's a really weird mechanic. Like I said, you wouldn't really know it unless you've done very specific things like soloed and like lived at garage door for a long time. Yeah. Or and obviously Aka. Yeah, and I want to eventually be able to get like a fink and stuff. And it sucks when I'm the only one on the team that couldn't red X or butterfly. So if it starts attacking me, then it's just like I'm going through my pots like crazy. Yeah. Because I can't do it. So I want to be able to practice and like maybe go for my fink kit after I get Aka, you know? Yeah, that'd be people, cool. People are saying that the fink kit is easier than Kefri was. But to that, I say... Perky Porker is such a gamer god that Kefri felt easy. Well, I mean, I, I, think, it, I think it all just it comes down to like... Your perspective, you, your gameplay you, Yeah, experience. exactly, to what you prefer and stuff like that. Like, I think Aka's going to be worse than Kefri for me. Also, it's it's funny how in this game as well, even a game as old as this and like, you know, with like such a, a weirdly archaic like movement system, it still stands true that like for... Like any high level play of any game I've ever seen, one of the things that matter the most is how well you're able to move your character. And it's funny because that like still stays true even in like the super old game that is RuneScape. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that I'm finally like utilizing the true tile indicator as well, which yeah. is nice. Before I used to not get it and now I actually use it a lot. Yeah, it's such a big like understanding, fully understanding your, the movement of your character in a game is incredibly important <laughs> yeah yeah oh speaking of true tile indicator i also uh, got platinum and x marks the spot the quest oh nice for speed running it yeah. i use the true tile to figure out when to dig i'm like all right my square's technically there let me dig now yeah exactly <laughs> and you, can, get platinum. <laughs> you can do things like people don't realize you can do things like two or three seconds before you actually seem like you can do it because mm-hmm. the true tile is Probably so two weird. or three ticks not seconds <laughs> two, or three, two or three minutes yeah i'd say hours even yeah <laughs> like as it's, soon as before you even log in just start digging yeah it's important with uh it's important with bossing force but it's also really handy for quest speed running yeah but um, yeah, other than all that, I also have been making a lot of shorts this week. I'm trying to do shorts most days. It's not going to be every day, especially because I'm going out of town this weekend. We're going to go visit my grandma. So I'm not going to be able to make any shorts. I'm trying to schedule a couple to go out while I'm gone. I also put out another stream highlight. I don't have any like video videos out this week, though. Yeah. So actually, I mean, still a decent amount of YouTube stuff. So if you Mm -hmm. enjoy this content or RuneScape content in general, maybe check out the YouTube. Yeah. There's a video that I want to make, but I'm going to have to get other people to join me. So it's kind of like going to be a pain to schedule around like eight people. Eh, That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, um, other than that, I also started playing Subnautica yesterday. The first Subnautica. Yeah. Original Subnautica. And I am obsessed again. 
I started okay. to get over below zero, but starting again is the best. The beginning of Subnautica and Subnautica below zero are the most fun. Well, the beginning of any survival game is generally the most True, fun. True, because you don't know what's happening and yeah. it's all cool. One, you get to rebuild your base, which is fun. You, you get, get to explore. Like, yeah, re-exploring things. Exploring is my favorite part of Subnautica by far. Yeah. But um, anyway, how are you? Uh, pretty good. I have not played any RuneScape yet again. Um, We've been playing your other game. Yeah, I have been playing quite a bit of Deep Rock Galactic for anyone that still uh, doesn't know. I am playing that game a lot. It's pretty fun. It's essentially... Rock and Stone. Uh, yeah, Rock and Stone. Essentially, you're Starship Troopers. If you haven't seen that, you're just killing big bugs while mining minerals. It's pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty simple game, but and yeah. what do they say about the bugs? There's a weird amount of catchphrases in this game. Uh, I'm not... Well, like... Yeah, that's such a vague uh, question. I don't even know how to dead answer it. Dead bugs are better than no bugs or something like no, that. No, the only good bug's a dead bug. There we go. Yeah, See, there's a lot of things that he says. He just says this to me while he's in the middle of playing, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's, there's a lot of quotable lines. It's a really <laughs> fun game, and it's usually really cheap. So if you want a, you know, a cheap laugh with your friends, then I would pick it up. Yeah. Especially... You try to play with Robert, he'll stop playing it. No, yeah. <laughs> No, I actually usually <laughs> play with other people, but um, yeah, it's it's a pretty fun game. I'd highly recommend it. Nice. I've played not a ton, but of the things that I have played, I've spent most of my time in that game. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, not too much else. Just been working, you know, normal stuff. But I'll just keep it so brief. fun. Yeah, keep it keep my exciting life brief and move on no, to. You need the, to get back uh, into RuneScape. Golden I have, gnomes. I have so much updates. Then you're like, yeah, rock and stone, baby. <laughs> I mean, my, my updates for RuneScape would be like, oh, I got a. Uh, 200k um, mining. All right, that's it. I mean, it. I feel like the week <laughs> after you started playing again, you're like, I just got a pet and I got levels in 17 different skills. <laughs> well, to be fair, I was like 1,200 total levels, so there's a, a lot to easily be done. It was still exciting. Either way, though, moving on to the Golden Gnomes for this time around. It is the 12th annual Golden Gnomes, and these are all of the finalists. So if you already missed the voting, then, you know, sucks to be you, but it's the already... The nominations. Or, yeah, it's already the finalists, so hopefully the people that you wanted to be voted for were but recently you asked to nominate your favorite runescape content and content creators for the prestigious annual golden gnome awards we were blown away by the response thousands of you have nominated your favorite video makers streamers artists and cosplayers and now we're ready to reveal your finalists for the 12th annual golden gnomes of course there can only be one winner and for each category, you can have uh, you can have your say on this page. Of course, they, they have they have YouTube. Yeah, of course they have their link there, so you can go check out all of your uh, favorite categories and vote for them there. Also, at any time until midnight is when you can vote. Midnight on March thirteenth, so you actually have quite a bit of time still. Mm-hmm. Five days from now, probably four days from when this goes out, maybe even three days. Either way, that's still definitely enough time if you really want to vote. So, uh, yeah, make sure to do that. And they will have the award ceremony on Twitch at 1700. I'm guessing GMT. They don't say. But, um, presumably. Yeah, presumably GMT on Friday, March 24th. So, hopefully, everyone's going to be there. If you want to check out who wins, it's just, like I said, it's not a big deal for a lot of people. But for the people participating, I'm sure this is definitely uh, pretty meaningful for them. Yeah. So, first up is the best new old school RuneScape video creator. Nominees are... Hebox Jung. Yeah, Hebox Jung. Um, they got really popular because they're one of the people doing the speed run to Max Cape. Oh, cool. Okay. Then Reese, Idol, and Jeffrey. Yeah, we're almost certainly going to say some of these names wrong, or at least I will. Reading so, people's usernames out loud is so funny. Yeah. Always. 
And then we have the best old school RuneScape video creator. These are some of the veterans in the space and the nominees are gonna be Solo Mission, Framed, Jimmy, and Limpwort. I really personally have been a fan of Limpwort's content. Honestly, hilarious whenever they come out with a new episode every like seven months because their grinds are so ridiculous. <laughs> Next up is the best OSRS video. The nominees are The Best Day on RuneScape, Gilner Games number 9 by Soup RS. Last Alive in RuneScape wins $20,000, OSRS Battle Royale 4 by EVScape. These are the people that pay $0 for RuneScape by Jimmy. We raise $50,000 for charity with a death game by Hanani. I yeah. was in that one. Well, that one. Yeah, it was a pretty... I'm in it for three seconds. <laughs> All of these videos were pretty good, but I mean, I definitely would have to vote for Hanani. Hanani's was hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was in that video after like 10 minutes, and I was still watching because it was just so funny. Yeah, it was, it was definitely... <laughs> She's really funny. It was a good video, and it was for a good cause, so... Yeah, she I, raised a lot of money for charity. I do hope that that one wins, but um, the next one is going to be the best OSRS streamer, new which... New OSRS streamer. New OSRS streamer, which, of course, is... Uh, we are in here. Just kidding. Stupid. Uh, not even close, but that's going to be Skatizo, uh, Zoe Pancakes, Hebox Jung, and Limport. Which is funny because I thought Zoe was more of a veteran in the space. She but, um, is, but I think she popped off a little bit last year is what they mean. Oh, okay. It's kind of like, you know, like in music, they'll be like best new artist and someone that you've heard of before because they just became like really well known. Yeah. And I, Skatizo technically didn't start until this year. I was going to say Skatizo actually didn't start until like a few months ago. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are just voting... The, they're just thinking new. They're not necessarily thinking 2022. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But I mean, they're both really great streamers. So yeah, I meant, a few, I meant a few months ago, <laughs> as in Skatizo seems by far the newest in this list. Oh yeah, you know, people don't want to vote for her because she didn't start streaming 2022. And I'm like, shut up. She's very popular. Yeah. You <laughs> just sound like a hater. Yeah. To, to be honest, she's probably honestly progressed like so much. Um, yeah, she had a big community a before she started too. I know. Yeah. I'm surprised that Tina wasn't on there. I am as well. Tina was like exactly the same as Katizo, just getting also, really this, popular. Like this fast. is going to be completely separately, but or not completely separately, but like uh, uh, also I noticed that Tina had to have their Twitch name uh, changed. It's X Tina. Oh, she of, wanted it changed X Tina. Yeah, instead of Tina OSRS. <laughs> she was adding Christina Aguilera on Twitter asking, "Can I have your username?" Basically, because oh, <laughs> really? Christina Aguilera's name is X Tina. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Surprisingly, Christina Aguilera didn't respond yet. Unfortunate. Probably maybe, any day. Maybe now. In the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up is the best OSRS streamer. The nominees are MMORPG, Odablock, It's Will, and Dino. It's funny because I feel like the only reason they didn't include Bodhi in this is because they're He's up for one. the other stream yeah. award. Because <laughs> there's no doubt that Bodhi is one of the best OSRS streamers, so... It's kind of funny that he's not that he's not up there. I think that there was a lot of big creators too, basically saying like, "Don't vote for me if I've already won." Yeah, no. A there, lot of people were saying stuff like there that. There were a couple of people that actually rescinded their submissions. I think yeah. Solo Mission was one of them as well. And they, um, if people have already won, and they're like, "I don't need to win again. Let's get someone else to win." Yeah, there was another, but I know Solo Mission has won and asked to not be nominated this year. Mm -hmm. um, for the upcoming best RuneScape artist. This is going to be the OS best new artist. Oh, I keep missing the second word. Best <laughs> I know. I should new. be reading the new and you should be reading the regular because yeah. you keep missing it. Well, luckily I said upcoming, so it's kind of the same. Either yeah. way, the nominees are going to be OSRS EVS, Skatizo, 
which is a um There's also the streamer yeah which is also the streamer she's but it's because designer. she's a graphic designer yeah she's really talented <laughs> um the next one is uber and finally the scold i saw some of the scold stuff on uh twitter after they got nominated and they're also really talented i'm yes. not sure if i've seen the other two but i mean if they're nominated they must be good yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm sure all of them are very very good definitely what, even if we haven't seen them i'd recommend go checking out their stuff yeah next up is the best osrs artist the nominees are Witchy Crafty, YT, like YouTube. I've talked about them a lot, actually. Yeah. I follow them on Twitter. 8Sat, Hootie Tootie, and Volkaban. Yeah, I've actually almost heard of all of these I have people. heard of all of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all so, well-known. Definitely really cool. Um, I think for that one, Witchy, correct me if I'm incorrect, if anyone knows, I think that I saw them tweeting saying like to vote for someone else because they've already won. Yeah, I think. Well, or it might have been for the next category they said it because yeah, they're nominated twice. That makes sense because Witchy's already been around for a long time, so I could I could definitely see that. Mm -hmm. But um, on top of that, they have the best old school RuneScape RuneScape artist creation. So these are just little magnificent creation captures some of the special favorites about the game, but only one can receive the golden gnome. And the nominees are I going to be... I love this first one. Yeah, so this is a little Peepo comic that uh, Witchcrafty made. Honestly, hilarious. It's the one where he's like on Tutorial Island and he makes little scrimps and they make fun of him and they show people crying with his little scrimps on his plate. Yeah, it okay. makes me so happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so these it's are... It's a little comic. Uh, Witchy makes little comics about people. These are all... Um, I don't know what specifically they... They just say artistic creations, yeah, whatever that may mean. I was like, I don't know what specifically they label as artistic creations, but there are different mediums for this. So one is the comic that we just mentioned. The second one from Volkban is going to be a um, where's, Waldo where's Waldo style. style. Where's the, where's the wise old man? Do you remember we talked about this before? Uh, yeah, we actually we did. We it's did. so cool. I we love this. this. And then there's another one that's going to be some wallpaper by Susie O or Susie, Susie Owl. Owl. And finally, a video uh, sending off the Waldy bosses for our final time by Lion Orion. So nice. Like I said, I don't know. How they chose this section. It was just whatever you liked that was cool and already. But yeah, either way, go check it out and uh, vote for which one you like the most. Yep. Next up is the best OSRS cosplay creation. I absolutely love these. And uh, the first one, of course, you've probably seen this one, is Madame Mage's Sandwich Lady cosplay. Yeah. She's very well known for this cosplay. It's funny because I'm mostly staring at the bread because she's holding a baguette. She has a, a really good baguette she's, for it. She's holding a baguette and I'm like, wow, that looks like it's either fake or just it's a fake. really, really I'm well done sure baguette. I'm pretty sure she uses it all the time. Yeah, okay. but yeah, she makes like videos of her like pretending to be sandwich lady and stuff. It's very cool. Next up is Zoe Pancake's Konar cosplay. She did the full body paint, which is committed and I love it. She did a really good job. And then Witchy Crafty for Crystalia. I like how Witchy... I'm assuming this is the same one. She's on here like three times. Yeah. She did such a good job. There's so many um Slayer. There's three of these four are Slayer Masters because next up is Nunu Nell's Neve cosplay. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh my god, I thought you meant Nunu. I was like, no. what? <laughs> no, no Neve. Yeah. Yeah, it's super cute. All these cosplays are so great. I love uh I love Nunu's bandos chest. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> So besides that, though, that is all of the uh, stuff that you can actually vote for. So I'd recommend, again, go check that out and vote for your favorite one because uh, those creators do put a lot of effort into their content. And on top of that, we do have some honorable mentions uh, for the best new OSRS video creator. We have a cold one, Zayzed. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, it's Zayzed and Alonescape. Of course, a, a cold one is like one of the best players in the game. Just started <laughs> making videos recently, though. Best OSRS video creator honorable mentions go to Hanani and Jeffrey. And the best OSRS video 
is going to be the best OS gear progression guide for all styles. Increase melee range and magic DPS efficiently, which is the longest name ever. <laughs> the longest ever. style, but apparently it's a good video if they want honorable mention. Yeah, this was made by Chaos uh, OSRS, which is a longtime video creator. Actually, some really good videos, so I'd recommend checking those out in general, even if it's not this one. Best new OSR streamers, they mentioned Katarina, No Monkey RS, Chris. Oh, they mentioned Tina, X Tina, and Chaos OSRS. And we also have the best OS. OSRS streamer, which is going to be Foe. I'm really surprised Foe wasn't up there with the you know the top four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasty Life, Flutton, as well as Skill Specs. Best new OSRS artist. They also mentioned Bendelum. Hope I'm saying that right. And speaking of Bendelum, we have best <laughs> OSRS artist, which includes Crumb as well as Bendelum. You get mentioned as an honorable mention twice. You should just be a nominee. Wow. <laughs> best OSRS cosplay. They also mentioned Versic Vitura by Womanity. And I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) And we looked up the cosplay. There's a link. It's really good. (laughs) Yeah. So those are all of the finalists. Make sure to, again, express your interest in each one. And hopefully your favorite wins. Yeah. But uh, I don't know who to, I don't even know if I'm going to vote because I don't, there's some categories I don't know who to choose between. I guess I could just not vote in those ones. Okay. But uh, I like, like the cosplay one. I can't choose a favorite cosplay. Be real. Yeah. So (laughs) hopefully you find something you like and vote for it. And that's going to be about it for the uh, Golden Gnomes this time around. That's the 12th annual Golden Gnomes. Good luck to everyone there. And we can move on to what we really want to dive into, which is going to be the new prayer book. So for anyone that hasn't read, unfortunately, they did have a Runous Powers blog that came out right after our last podcast aired, which was on the 3rd. Unfortunately, um, well, I guess luckily... We didn't cover that because yeah, pretty much all of that. Yeah, pretty much all of that is null and void at this point. They've yeah. made drastic changes uh, as of I think today, which is the eighth. They came out with a brand new set of blogs and polls for the Ruinous powers. So essentially, like I said, the poll from the third that we didn't go over. Really, none of it actually matters. So that's totally fine that we didn't yeah, cover it. So we're just going to skip immediately to the Ruinous Powers updated poll blog. Yeah, if you want to see the original polled skills that we will likely be referencing a couple times, then you can check out the old blog from the third. But like By I said, skills, he means there were skilling prayers. Yeah. And they have all since been removed. Yeah. There's, <laughs> Spoiler. There was quite a few prayers. They went over all of the original prayers in the original blog, but I think it would take up way too much time and be way too wordy if we went over all of those as well as all of the changes because, mm-hmm. like I said, a lot of it did nullify the old ones. Also, it's so. not even relevant anymore. They've all changed. So yeah, it'd just exactly. be telling you what could have been but won't be. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it'd just be kind of telling you the same information twice. So yes. if you did want to check out the original poll, I did want to mention that you can go check it out. It came out on the 3rd, and it's called the Ruinous Powers Greenlight Poll Blog. Yep. So you can go check that out. They also did make an update to it as well, but we're just going to skip that over because yeah. they already came out with a new blog updating that as well. Yeah, and they had a survey as well. That's where all this feedback is coming from, but I don't think that this survey is relevant anymore either. Yes, exactly. So for the Ruinous Powers update that we will be going over, this is called the Updated Greenlight Poll Blog, and this came out today, the day of recording, which was March 8th, and so this is what we're going to be talking about going forward. So as far as promised, we're back with a back-to-back blog update to talk about Ruinous Powers. If you've not caught the original Ruinous Powers Greenlight blog yet, take a look by clicking here. Of course, like we just mentioned, they have that, and you can check it out. 
And on top of that, they do have a summary of changes if you don't want to get into the weeds like we are about to with all of the uh, skills and changes. So if you just want to get whatever they've changed recently, then you can check out the summary of changes yeah. instead of reading the whole blog. One thing I don't know if they're going to mention is that some of the prayers that have been removed, if you read the OG one, are conservation, ancient abundance, ancient offering, and overprotection. So yeah. you will not be hearing those again. Yeah, unfortunate. Three of those were skilling. <laughs> yeah, so they, I guess we can talk about that first before we get into this because like we said, it's not really mentioned again. So originally there were three skilling prayers that they had on offer because I think 51% of people voted, which was definitely a large majority compared to the other two options that people wanted at least some skills to be introduced into the uh, prayer book. Skill prayers. Yeah, skill, <laughs> skill focused, skill focused prayers. Yeah, and so this was originally going to be conservation, ancient abundance, as well as ancient offering. For anyone wondering what those skills were, uh, they actually have them right here. So one of them did make it so that whenever you, while active, this increases the chance of uh, gathering. So essentially, this one offers a buff to activities like hunter, woodcutting, fishing, and mining, similar to invisible boost that you might find in some skill guilds. Uh, the other was ancient offering, which is going to make it so while active, you have a 75% chance to destroy the resource that you obtain, which kind of sounds insane, but it's actually to extend the amount of time that you can be AFK um, at a resource. For example, if you just are fishing forever, at let's say Karambwans, every once in a while you would delete a Karambwan so that you could just fish longer while you're AFK. And the final nice. one, which is conservation. While active, you have a chance to prevent a resource from being depleted. Think of just not depleting a like a rune uh a or, rune ore whenever you're mining, so you can get two instead of one. Yeah. So all of those are gone. Yeah, all three of those Hope were you don't the like them. original ones. <laughs> And while I didn't think they were especially inspired, they are now all gone. They do say that to rip off the Band-Aid at this stage, it feels like the correct thing to do is to shelve these skill-focused prayers for now. A large amount of community feedback and the survey we shared with you yesterday point to there being support for skilling prayers, but that the ruinous powers don't feel like the right home for them at this stage. It could be the case that these and others make up for a standard prayer book expansion down the line or help form the basis of a set of prayers dedicated solely to skilling. For the mm. first, for the time being, though, we don't have confidence in what we're offering on the skill front and or for the skilling front, and many of you feel that they'd be better placed elsewhere. I still wish that they were in there. I, I wish they're in there, and also I think we should talk about the problem that... Um, this survey that they just mentioned kind of brings up because one is that neither of us really knew about the survey. Yeah. So because everyone voted 50% of the poll said we want skilling. Yeah. It was like 51% of the poll said we wanted some skilling. And then the other two options were either a lot of skilling or no skilling. And both had around 20 something percent. Mm -hmm. So it was a large majority of people that wanted at least some skilling and then this survey... But then the survey just kind of one-upped it all and they decided to get rid of it. Yeah, this this survey that they came out with that wasn't in-game. There was no... I didn't know there was a survey. <laughs> there was no poll. And this survey that just randomly was on a news post then essentially just superseded that 
And so now there's it's no kind of no skilling in the poll at all. Yeah. Which is definitely really annoying. I think they should have at least put it in the game as a poll. Um, I mean, considering... And this is... Maybe there was a link that I didn't notice, but I don't think I knew about it. They could have had something that was like, we have a survey on now, but I don't always notice the little game messages. Yeah. While I still believe that we should have less polls overall, I think the only reason I'm like kind of salty that this was not pulled at all is because the original was. Mm-hmm. It's like, why even have the original poll if it doesn't matter? That's true. It just feels like a waste of time. Yeah, and I thought that those were actually pretty good ones. Yeah. I liked them. Well, I thought all of them except for the one that makes it more AFK. Oh, I thought that one was actually really good for it because you're. it kind of goes with like the give and take of this is that you're sacrificing uh, your harvestables, but you're getting to stay there longer. Yeah. It kind of went with it for me. For me, it just sounds like a like a lame game concept oh, where it's cool. like, oh, you can play the game less by doing this. Yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, besides that, even regardless of how we felt, it's like they said that they didn't feel like they could offer good enough skilling options. It's like, why even have the poll if you don't feel like you could do a good job at doing what the poll says? That's really weird. That'd be like if your poll was like, oh, invent this new area. Everyone's like, yeah, invent this new area. They're like, actually, this area sucked. So we just are not even doing it at all anymore. Like they maybe shouldn't have pulled it yet. Yeah. (laughs) Until they thought of some stuff. But I guess if you don't think you could do it well, then just don't even offer it. That's like their new way that they want to do it is they don't want to really come with ideas until after a pull. So they don't waste time. But it's funny because they ended up wasting time anyway. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be the same as being like, all right, do you want uh do you want this ice cream or do you want cookies? It's like ice cream. All right, cool. We actually don't have ice cream. Yeah, we Uh, didn't think that you'd want it, so we didn't get it ready. So you're just gonna get this (laughs) other thing, which is not even close to what you wanted. You get broccoli. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just like it's It's just really weird. It's just a weird thing. But um I thought I'd at least bring that up because I know someone's going to talk about it or ask about it. But yeah, so there's no skilling in this new prayer book at all. It's a bummer. Yeah. And also, I wanted to bring up the survey because I also thought that was kind of like a bad. <laughs> he was not happy about it. That, I mean, that even just reinforces a lot of people are like, why even have polling? And this is not just this current problem, but like, why even have polling if you're going to either word it in a way that really benefits you or just supersede it whenever it benefits you which is what happened here exactly it's like like i said i don't i don't like polls but also just don't waste my time with them if you don't really care about them yeah but uh moving on we'll talk about the prayers that are staying but have been changed a little bit so first up is gambit the og version of gambit was an overhead offensive prayer that increases your accuracy with all combat styles by one percent per three percent missing hit point So on their update, they say Gambit was part of our initial proposal where we tried to lean into the risk versus reward element and deliver on some of the low life mechanics that we've seen some players ask for over the years. Also, they're calling you guys low lives. That's so messed up. Wow. So messed up. However, in tandem with Vindication, which we'll talk about, many players felt they'd be spending too much time camping, very low hit point to extract maximum value out of the book. We also saw many players arguing that sacrificing a protection overhead to make use of Gambit is risky enough as is, since trying to use it at the wrong time will result in some pretty hefty incoming damage in many places. Yeah, so for anyone wondering, uh, like she said, Gambit increased your accuracy based on your missing health. So it's kind of like a Darox, but you're stronger. It was exactly like Darox, except it didn't make you stronger. It just made you more accurate. And you didn't have to wear armor. Most importantly, it's an overhead. Mm -hmm. Yes, you you can wear whatever you want. No, it's oh, is so, that not what you meant? An overhead means it's not. You can't have a protection prayer in addition to it. 
Oh. It, in it of itself is considered a protection prayer. So it's an overhead. Oh. Because obviously you can only have one overhead. You can't oh, have Oh, so you protect- flick between this and overheads. You, okay. Yeah, you can't flick. No, it says you can flick. Well, it's saying that <laughs> it's saying that you can flick, but they said specifically before they invented this prayer book, you can't flick on tick. So mm-hmm. it'd have to be oh, so every other tick. But anyway, it doesn't matter because it's changed. <laughs> yeah, either way. It Sorry, has I'm changed. getting so detailed about the old stuff that's not relevant anymore. My bad. It's yeah. hard not to. Anyway, uh, we think that this is valid feedback, and as such, we've decided to alter Gambit's effect. We've ditched the low-life mechanic, instead opting for Gambit to be an offensive overhead that provides plus 8% accuracy with all styles when used. Simpler to understand, easier to benefit from, hopefully less frustrating to use. Yeah, so like we just said, they removed entirely the low-life mechanic, and also it is still an overhead, though, which Mm -hmm. is something you need to really consider because you can't use it at things that require any protection. It'd be like using piety only. Yeah, so like if you're, let's pretend if you're at like DKs using this and you need more accuracy, then you couldn't also protect if you're tanking another one at the same time. So if you're, you know, tanking Prime and, you know, Range and Mage at the same time, then obviously that'd be pretty much impossible without getting stacked out. Yeah. And also a quick thing about the next skill, which is Metabolize. They go into quite a bit of explanation for how it'll work but essentially it just makes it so that you originally it read that you could like the way i took it and a lot of people took it is that you could eat faster yeah so it says eating delays reduced by 0.6 seconds while active yeah but they wanted to clarify that essentially this just makes it so that you can't eat faster you can still you know if you know how to tick manipulate with food you can still eat you know three or four pieces of food like normal but it makes it so that you can get into combat faster afterwards. Yeah. Doesn't so affect less of a, your actual eating at all. <laughs> yeah, so it's less of an eat delay. So you can't eat like, you know, eight pieces of food, for example. Like you can't double up on the amount of food you eat. It just makes it so you can get into combat faster. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes you'll eat and then your character's still an- doing little animations. So you yeah, can't exactly. Click. <laughs> so it just makes that a bit faster. Next up is Rebuke. So the original Rebuke said it reflects 15% of damage taken, but increases damage taken by 25%. So the updated version, they say 25% additional incoming damage when you're already giving up a protection prayer is a lot. Many of you pointed this out. We agreed. So we've reduced this number to 15% for the time being. This still gives you potential for some vengeance procs with a little more punch, but slightly reduces the odds of you getting absolutely obliterated. Still high risk versus high reward, but with a little more balance thrown in. Yeah, That's so a good one. For anyone that still hasn't fully read this entire uh, prayer book, a lot of it has to deal with give and take. Exactly. That's their whole theme. Yeah, that is literally the entire premise of this book. And so we also have Vindication. So Vindication is one of the ones that they thought paired really well with the previous prayer that we talked about being Gambit. But they have made some tweaks. So originally, whenever your health was reduced below 10% of your maximum HP without taking fatal damage, Vindication would heal you for 15% of your prayer level, so kind of like a redemption. And but this also, uh, it would also, upon activation, grant you 10% bonus damage on your next attack. And it, you forgot to mention, it drains 100% of your remaining prayer points. Well, it heals you, but gets rid of your prayer. That's what I, no, sorry, I said, I didn't mention that because that's exactly what redemption does. Yeah, just in case you don't know. <laughs> uh, but vindication has been changed. It says, we don't have much to add here, but wanted to hopefully alleviate a common concern. So... We've adjusted the blog to reflect a timeout window on Vindication where the boosted damage will only apply for 6 seconds or 10 ticks before disappearing. 
To be clear, if your next hit is damage boost by Vindication, we'd give you a clear visual indicator so that it's easy to tell when you or a potential opponent can expect to see those extra hits. Those are all the tweaks we've made so far. If any of the prayers above or in the wider book, especially the Ruinous Smite, make it into beta, we'll of course be looking to make further tweaks. So not really a change so much as a clarification again, mm -hmm. and also kind of a change that they added the timeout window so you can't stack Vindication a bunch of times, which is, I guess, something that people were worried <laughs> about. So we're going to jump into Ancient Vows. This is kind of a big deal because this is some brand new stuff with some really uh, intricate workings. So with a few prayers being removed and survey results suggesting you'd like to see a few more unique prayers, quote unquote, we've come up with four new prayers, one for each of the elements to try and fill in some gaps. We have Kruors, Glacies, Umbras and Fumus's Vow. So these are all really weird names. So if I got them <laughs> wrong, I'm sure no Whoops. one no one got them right. So it's okay. Uh, these are all additions to the Ruinous Powers that let you draw strength from blood, ice, shadow, or smoke to empower yourself in combat. Which is kind of funny because it seems like they're going towards the ancient th theme, even though everyone said that they don't want it to be ancient themed. Oh, yeah. But uh, regardless, I still think these are pretty interesting anyways. So these are the prayers that you probably didn't see before because they're brand new to this proposal. The ancient vows allow you to imbue yourself with one of the ancient elements. You won't be able to activate two vows at the same time. So it's important to know that these are not overheads. I don't think they don't mention that they are, but you can also use these with other spells, just not at the same time. So uh, don't expect these to stack. It's worth pointing out that the numbers in here are perhaps a little conservative. We're more interested in to see how you feel about the concepts at first, and you can tweak the numbers in line with feedback if any of these make their way to beta. So some of these are incredibly powerful. Um, this first one, I think, is what is giving a lot of people concern because, like I said, it is incredibly powerful, and yeah. this is Cruor's Vow. So while active, you have a 10% chance to heal 10% of the damage dealt with any combat style. So can you say again, I hate when they put percentages because I cannot in my head think of what this would be. Oh, pretty easy. So let's pretend <laughs> that you uh, are fighting Ulm or something and hit for 100 with a T-bow. Oh, so it would give you 10 health back. Then it would give you 10 health back. Yeah. I heard that uh, it might stack with Blood Fury as well. So it's just really too yeah. overpowered. Even if it doesn't stack with Blood Fury, it is still very, very strong. Honestly, I'm okay with it. But uh, in Discord, dating is already telling people to vote no for this. Yeah, because this obviously uh, stacks with other damaging things that you might get from the prayer book. So you could have increased damage and or increased accuracy as well as increased healing which kind of just um, is really, really strong. Like I said, I don't know if it needs to be nerfed. I haven't used it. Maybe it's just not as good as it seems, but on paper, it seems really, really good. Yeah. And that's for all combat styles. So let's, I mean, that's, yeah, it can, can be very, very strong. Next, we have Glacies Vow. While active, you have a 20% chance to deal bonus magic damage. So this is just straight up the best magic buff in the game. Uh, on top of that, it also deals this bonus damage off your equipped style against your target's magic defense. The damage dealt is 10% of your initial hit. Nice. So, um, it, yeah, so it deals bonus damage. And I think it was also clarified that this bonus damage is um, like it, it's rolled again in like a, a separate accuracy roll or something like that. So, 
um, kind of interesting. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but there were talks about how it'll work with accuracy and stuff like, like that. Like on Reddit? Yeah, on Reddit. Oh, I was like, it doesn't say that anywhere. What are you talking about? No, on Reddit, there was a lot of clarifications from of course. Uh, from Goblin and other mods like from that. Goblin. <laughs> well, well, literally named Mod Goblin. It's just a funny name. Uh, yeah, so if you are really interested in the intricacies of these, some of it has been clarified, but um, yeah, so this one is going to deal 20% bonus magic damage and this bonus damage rolls off your equipped style and the damage dealt is 10% of your initial hit uh, it also chills your targets to the bones and shatters them with some recurrent damage that's the flavor text that they give you next up is umbra's vow while active drain your opponent's defense by 10% of your damage dealt umbra's vow respect the same limit as shadow spells meaning defense cannot be lowered by more than 15% of its initial value this reduction would apply before other defense reduction elements meaning there's still value in using this alongside something like the Dragon Warhammer. So they say, It's difficult to spend every waking moment with your guard up, slip into the shadows, and get the better of any terribly tanky opponent. Defense reduction is extremely value in OSRS these days. While the Accursed Scepter introduced a means of lowering defense from afar, a role previously only filled by the Bone Crossbow, many players often feel like it's not worth the special attack energy required. If you're able to pump the damage out, here's a reliable way of knocking those defense values down. Obey with limited effectiveness compared to staples like the DWH or Bando's God Sword. Yeah, that's good because I was good. I was actually thinking to myself if it would stack with other ones, and it definitely says it does here. And on top of that, it is pretty interesting. You know, the implications of having the ability to decrease defense without, without an item. going to shamans. This is good for irons, right? Uh, well, not even just going to shamans, but you know, the BGS. Well, or... I mean, you don't have to grind. Anything, Weapons. yeah, anything. Well, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this they it is very were, limited. Well, no, they're also saying that these four would drop after the quest, probably similar to prayer scrolls at chambers. Yeah, so you'd have to grind. But if you don't want to go kill five thousand shamans, you can have a lesser version of that. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. It does only go up to fifteen percent, which is not that high, you know, especially compared to things like the dragon warhammer or the BGS. But it still is definitely really good. Like they said, defense reduction is very strong, especially as we fight enemies with more defense mm -hmm. or anyone that doesn't know the way defense works is it goes up by like crazy amounts like enemies with high defense have like 30 40 50 thousand defense i didn't know yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's like really weird how defense works in this game technically there's no such thing as defense this is something i was like looking into is like you're technically I only dodging this. which is like a weird mechanic in and of itself i hate it so bad but either, either <laughs> way without getting too in the weeds about it um this does seem pretty strong and uh, seems like actually a really decent option i, I wonder like i do wonder how long the armor shred will last though mm -hmm. you know obviously these are these are initial values but if the 15 percent would last for like you know a few minutes then this, this would definitely or be, be until it dies yeah this would be definitely a, a a staple almost regardless but especially if it lasted a long time and then finally is fumus's vow while active attacks consume 10 percent of your poison severity to deal the same amount as bonus pointus damage to an enemy <laughs> i think you said <laughs> bonus pointus damage but it's uh poison damage <laughs> bonus poison damage to an enemy that was the worst sentence ever i swear so they even say this one's a little confusing and perhaps best illustrated by an example plus a look at how poison actually works in osrs so they're going to use a hydra's poison pool for an example when you're inflicted with poison well it might look like a number that just says you're about to take this much damage there's a little more going on under the hood so the example hydra's poison pool will inflict you with poison severity of 30 
Every time poison damage ticks, the damage you take is equal to poison severity plus four, all divided by five. So you take some damage, your poison severity decreases by one, rinse and repeat. In this example, the poison that these pools inflict you with will deal six damage, since 30 plus four is 34, divided by five is six, and they round on to six. With Phoebus's Vow activated, your next attack after being inflicted with this poison will deal three additional damage and reduce your poison severity to 27. So ultimately, what we're driving at is perhaps being poisoned isn't all bad. And if you miss Vow, you can remove some of that poison more quickly while converting it to some additional damage output. Perhaps this one's a bit more unusual than the other vows. So let us know. Yeah, this is lame. Uh, mostly <laughs> because of the way they do poisons. So this, if this seems like a weirdly like confusing system it's because it is most i mean they even say it's confusing most poisons in other games works as okay this enemy is poisoned for 30 damage and it'll tick over six seconds which means five damage a second pretty easy five times six 30 that's how they get the damage well, so is it not easy to just say that it's the poison severity plus four divided by like, five why do they have poison severity <laughs> not just damage and then plus four divided by five yeah i think the extra mathy in this I, I think this is uh, a cool concept. I think it would be cooler if they're all like, like how I was saying, where if let's say something is poisoned for 15 damage total, they'll take mm -hmm. 15 damage over a period of time. I think it'd be cool if you could, you know, speed that up and just make the ticks tick faster or, you know, for more damage and just remove damage from that total damage pool faster and just speed up your overall DPS instead of this like this weird system where it makes so you you'll deal more damage initially but as the severity gets lower you'll deal less damage later so it kind of seems like it's less damage overall you know they said they wanted to give us unique ideas yeah, I mean, and they it's, did it's definitely unique <laughs> and it's it seems it's not your favorite yeah it seems so convoluted like you're almost purposely trying to confuse people with how weird it is yeah i mean i don't care about it yeah i don't know if i like it or don't like it because i'm confused C compared by to it. the other ones this one seems like the worst but um yeah obviously i don't know how severity works maybe your severity from like a toxic blowpipe is like a hundred in that case it'd be really good mm -hmm. so i don't i don't know but i mean moving on from confusing is moving on to something a little simpler to understand which is the berserker prayer so, Berserker is effectively Preserve if Preserve only worked for combat stats. While Berserker is active, your combat stats boost last 50% longer. And that's literally it. Look look how easy it could be. Nice. Look how e easy and beautiful it could be. But yeah. then they do get a little complicated again, naturally. Uh, so, we have Protection Prayer. So, this is <clears throat> one of the bigger points of contention. And by bigger, I mean maybe the biggest. Because... Obviously, a lot of people do not like chip damage. And for anyone that doesn't know, chip damage is damage you take regardless of what you're praying. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like when you're raiding on harder and they hit their prayer. Yeah. So that's how they've been introducing the balancing options for a lot of newer bosses is they just hit through prayer regardless. I mean, what's the alternative is that you just stay in the other spell book or prayer book? Um, yeah. I mean. I don't get why it would matter if it's a different prayer book. I mean, I guess because you want to stack it with the new prayers. Well, the. I don't know. Just get sorry. I want to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. So that's why a lot of people are having um, like a lot of problems because initially the protection prayers that they proposed were going to be ninety percent protection instead of obviously the normal one hundred, mm -hmm. which would initially add chip damage to literally every boss in the game that had protections that they would normally use. So. Yeah, but you'd have better offense, right? 
Um, yeah. yeah, so it would have better offense. So it does go with that give and take that they're doing. But a lot of people didn't like this concept because they just like being able to not take damage if they're a skilled enough player. But with that in mind, we'll go into the protection prayers and the changes. These were among the most talked about offerings of our initial proposal. We spoke in a little more detail in yesterday's blog update about our reasonings for offering slightly weaker protection prayers as part of the ruinous powers. 88% of respondents to our survey yesterday feel that the ruinous powers should offer stronger offensive bonuses, but have weaker protection prayers compared to the standard prayer book. Also, I wanted to specify that in this survey, which was like five questions long, you only had two options, which was to have stronger defenses or stronger offenses, mm -hmm. with the weaker being the opposite. Yeah. So I don't think anyone ever would pick stronger defenses. So I feel like that was kind of a... I mean, some people definitely did. I mean... Yeah, I guess so, but... <laughs> but not much. I mean, like, between those two options, I feel like you might as well have just gone with this because it was, like, such... So obvious that... That was that kind of was one of those things that annoyed me because it's, like, why even give the options if it's so clearly going to be this one? And it's, like, they worded it in a way that only two options were given. And I mean, they want to give you a choice so you can be, like, oh, I got a choice. Yeah, it's not, like, they. a lot of people were just, like, we want 100% and that wasn't even an option to vote for, which was kind of, like, a really weird way to do it. I mean, you'll see they get into it a little bit more. Yeah, sure. But uh, either way, we, um, so a lot of people, obviously 88%, would rather have stronger offenses and weaker protection. Whilst this is the case with our current proposal, it's clear that Dampen and Absorb missed the mark for many of you, which were, of course, the original prayers. And these prayers uh, were pretty good. So Dampen were both our overhead prayers, for, ex uh, for instance. They, for Dampen, would reduce the damage from the appropriate style by 90%, just like overheads you've come to know and love, but with slightly less defensive power. Also, um, it's effectively, if you would have been hit for between 1 and 9 damage, you'll take 0. So make sure to keep that in mind. Or if you would have been hit for a 29, you'll take 2 instead of the 2.9. It rounds down to 2. So they're yeah, saying so that... Just 90%. Yeah, so 90%. <laughs> and also there are chances of you getting hit for 0. So they just wanted to uh, emphasize that. And also there was another version called Absorb. And this one was also an overhead. Both of these did work for all combat styles. And it would reduce damage from the appropriate style by 100%, but it would drain your prayer points by 10% of the damage mitigated. So this is uh, exactly like the original prayer book, but it would just take a lot more prayer to do it. Mm -hmm. So they did say that they are going to uh, change these, right? Yeah, they have some alternative approaches to the overhead protection prayers. So the first one, approach one, is withstand. So this would provide you with 100% protection from the relevant style, reduced to 40% in PvP scenarios, but your defense is reduced while active. This is a suggestion we saw crop up a handful of times that allows you the same complete protection you're used to in praying correctly, but leaves you far more vulnerable to attacks off prayer. It's worth noting that this approach would lead to more consistent damage in scenarios when you're tanking multiple damage types at the same time and leave you more susceptible to chip damage in encounters where you already take damage through protection prayers, such as Mudadial or the Hunt Lift, since NPCs are less likely to miss. Yeah, so this is just um, kind of like what I was saying, where you can protect 100%, and mm -hmm. it doesn't take more prayer. But I think this is actually a pretty good option because it does have a downside, like they said, if you are 
let's say Mudgals is a very good example. You can't completely protect from Mudgals. Yeah, or uh, I guess kind of like I mean, no one really does it too much anymore. But the DK is like if you are tanking, you know, uh, mage and range at the same time, and you miss a flick, or in this case, you can't really flick as well. Um, then you know maybe it makes it so that you get hit for more off of prime which is kind of a big deal Mm -hmm. so yeah i think this is a pretty good downside compared to the original one yeah approach two is called deflect so this would give you 90 percent protection from the relevant style reduced to 36 percent pvp but you deflect 10 percent of the correct styles pre-mitigation damage it back to the attacker wordy we know so for example if an npc is attacking with melee while you have deflect melee on it hits you for 29, you'll receive 2 damage, and you'll deal 2 damage back to the NPC. Deflect prayers proved popular with over 75% of you in our survey from yesterday, and we think there's an argument that can be made that they tie into take more damage, do more damage timing, theming of Runa's powers. I actually like that one. Yeah. Yeah, if you're taking damage, you're dealing it back. I think that's cool. It's kind of like a low, a low version of Vengeance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of more recoil-style damage. Mm-hmm. And um, overall, I think these are slightly better than the original two proposed ones. I agree. That I just suggested being dampen and absorb. Um, so, yeah, I, overall, I think withstand and deflect are better options. So I, I totally. am glad to see them change. I don't know which one I like more, though. I, I think <laughs> I like withstand more because I also really hate chip damage. And if I'm protecting properly, I feel like I should be protected. Like it, I, I think there's already plenty of chip damage in the game. And it just would be annoying if it was just there all the time. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, obviously, this is a more offensive style prayer book. So maybe I would just choose the standard prayer book in that case. So I, There's not really much in here that makes me think like, wow, I'm totally going to use this prayer book all the time. Yeah. I'm sure I will because like meadows will come out and it'll become the best in some places. But in general, I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather use my normal ones. Yeah. There, <laughs> there are a lot of stuff we haven't gone over yet. And I don't know if we will go over it. But uh, not saying that we're breaking here, but there is a ton of additional offensive prayers we're going to go over. So this this is is just some of it. This is them explaining their changes to the current ruinous powers. Yes. And the next section is started by saying prayer scrolls. We saw a handful of questions from players asking what happens to items like dex and arcane prayer scrolls if prayers like annihilate and vaporize ultimately make it to OS. OSRS. At this stage, this is a detailed level above what we're asking about. We are con- we understand the concerns some of you have about circumventing prayers like rigor and augury or feeling as though you might have wasted gold on a permanent unlock you're not sure you'll ever really use. Just want to make it clear that we've heard your concerns and we'll bring this topic up in more detail in the future beyond the beta. In a similar vein, we know that some players are worried about the level of power being offered by the proposal for completing a single quest. While there's undeniably a large amount of power coming from the initial unlock, there will be numerous unlocks... There'll be numerous prayers unlocked via item drops from the post-quest bosses. We don't have specifics yet since it's a level of detail beyond this blog, but they do want to reassure players that you won't be going from 0 to 100 as soon as you see the quest complete screen. Some of the power available to you will need to be earned with some extra effort. Yeah, so like so, we are saying, they'll drop like yeah, they do chambers. <laughs> it's, it's likely a lot of these, well, not a lot, but obviously a few of these would be dropping from the four bosses that you can complete afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only that, but Mod Goblin, I think it was, also um, clarified something that was actually kind of important in the um, in the re- you know the subreddit comments or whatever. They did say that 
also some of these prayers would be very high level prayers. I hope so. Like we're like talking like level 80 up to 90 level prayers. Robert and I were talking about this the other day. How there's not really incentive other than just maxing for stuff like that. Yeah, because if you think about it, you get piety. Everyone's like, yeah, you only have to go to 83 and then you can just stop working on prayer. And it's like, what? <laughs> you don't even need 83. You need 77 for uh, rigor. Oh, 83 might be a diary. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like, that's so weird that to think that you could just stop and you have the best thing. Yeah, it's like you, you get piety from, you know, King's Ransom and then you have it forever. Like you get, you can get King's Ransom done within the first like couple days of playing if you know what you're doing. So I think it's also funny that they're like, some people think that's too powerful to get this after a quest. And I'm like, I mean, you also unlock yeah. like ancient spellbook after the first one. You unlock tons of cool stuff at like lower level things. I think it's appropriate. Yeah. And also, yeah, you do get, you know, pi- uh, piety really, really early. And it is a huge damage increase and yeah. defense increase. Yeah, so, that's kind of strange. And it's not locked behind a Grandmaster quest, not even close. Yeah, Grandmaster quests are really hard, you guys. This is probably not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it, but that's just, like, kind of one thing that they wanted to mention. And like mm-hmm. I said, it could have a potentially really high level unlock for some of these um, lower or, you know, later game spells or yeah. prayers. But anyway, moving on to all the actual prayers, we finally have made it to the full list, not just changes. Yeah, so they even say, with all the changes so far (laughs) out of the way, let's take a look at what the proposal is looking like now. So these are the Ruinous Powers version 1.1. Yes. And I'm sure that this will not be the last version. No. So they separate it into types of prayer. The first is protection prayers, which we've already gone over all of them, actually, so we don't need to go over those again. Yeah, luckily. Next up is the offensive prayers. So ancient precision, that would give you plus 20% attack. Ancient strength, plus 20% strength. Ancient sight, plus 20% range attack and range strength. Ancient will, plus 20% magic attack. Trinitus, Trinitus. Trinitas. Trinitas, 15% in attack, strength, range attack, range strength, and magic attack. So all of them, I actually like that. Yeah, so you get everything, but it's just slightly worse. Yeah. Decimate is a plus 20% attack, plus 30% strength. Yeah, very strong. Annihilate. Uh, (laughs) I love these these names. (laughs) These next three are the ones that we're talking about superseding things like Augury and Rigor. Yeah, this is what you'll want. They are just straight up better than them. Yeah. So Annihilate is plus 20% range attack and plus 30% range strength. And Vaporize, finally, that's the last one, is plus 25% magic attack and plus 4% magic damage. So you can go, there's a poll up currently, you can go and vote on every single one of these. So everything we've been talking about up to this point can be voted on. Yes. And should be voted on. I wish um, that the entire blog had just been like this listing them instead of making it so annoying and wordy. I agree. (laughs) Also, I think it is really important to mention these three, Decimate, Annihilate, and Vaporize, while they are significantly stronger than their standard square book variants, none of them have defenses. Yeah. So you might not actually want them. Yeah. So then we have Overheads, which we already went over Gambit, which increases your accuracy. Rebuke, which makes it so you take increase your damage by 15% and reflect it by 15%. We've mentioned that earlier. And then finally, we have Vindication, which uh, we also mentioned earlier. (laughs) We just mentioned all of these. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, those three are the ones that they have for the overheads. Make sure to remember that these are overheads, so you cannot use these in addition to um, whatever does get voted on for the 
protection overhead that we mentioned earlier. Yes. So make sure to keep that in mind when voting. Next up is the ancient vows, which we have gone over, but go and make sure to vote on those because this is the only one that I've heard people saying vote no on some of them. Yeah, some of these, again, are very, very powerful. These are likely the ones that are going to be uh, required to be farmed from the bosses. Yes. So make sure to keep that in mind as well. And also read through them because that some of them can be a little wordy and or just straight up like innocuous, <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird systems that, like the poison, poison one. one. Yeah. Um, but as far as utility prayers, these are some of the more interesting ones that we haven't gone over yet. These are more utility prayers and actually probably my favorite section because it's I was gonna say, the, least, least, the, most interesting to me. the least controversial of the sections. Yeah. So we have Ruinous Grace. While active, it drains prayer points instead of run energy. Pretty simple. Very if you wanna cool. if you wanna run more, you can bring some prayer pots, which actually are kind of easier to get than stamina potions. They are, yeah. Next up is Ruinous Smite. While active, reduce both yours and your opponent's prayer points by 33% of your damage dealt. It's likely that this one could use some tuning and tweaking too. So we'll keep it close to any feedback related to Ruinous Smite, especially if it makes its way into beta. Yeah, so this is uh, kind of big because obviously regular smite is uh, not as strong, but it only affects the enemy, not mm -hmm. you. Then we have Wrath. While active, damage or deal damage equal to 25% of your prayer level in a 5x5 five five radius around you on death. So if you're getting PK'd by a clan, just yeah, like so extra, you, <laughs> extra mess Just wear full monk's robes, like suicide <laughs> bomb this clan. Oh my god. So, uh, and hope yeah. that they don't have any food. Pretty cool. <laughs> Next up, Rejuvenation. While active, regenerate one hit point around every 20 seconds. This is much better than the original Rapid Heart. Uh, rapid Health. So, um, but it is, they did say, I think it is going to take a lot more prayer. Yeah. Then we have Metabolize. Like we said earlier, it reduces the action delay, not the eat delay. <laughs> they even specify here by 0.6 seconds or one tick while eating. After eating. After eating. So, similar to Preserve, must be active for some length of time i.e. like 15 seconds before taking effect. So you can't like just turn it on and then eat the turn off immediately. Yeah. So you need to actually have to use your prayer. They even say that after this quote unquote wind up time, deactivating metabolize will reset your action delay to your weapon's attack speed or left unchanged, whichever of these values is greater. So eat food, get back to fighting more quickly, simple enough. We spoke about this one further in the blog, but just to reiterate again, metabolize being active does not mean you'll be able to eat multiple pieces of food more quickly than before. Can't wait for it to come out and people will be like, yo, you guys, you can eat like so much food so you fast can eat now. 35 sharks in one second. One tick. And finally, Berserker 2 went over, so combat stats boost would last 50% longer. Which is nice because I think Preserve is a pretty slept on spell. Yeah, in I use Preserve all the time. I use it a lot for a... Uh, Boosting for my achievement diaries. Yeah. So that is um, luckily everything. Uh, that, that was a lot. It was a lot. And if the first part really got you, you know, worried about how complicated or annoying some of these spells might be. I mean, it has to be. It's a new prayer I, book. I'd recommend going and checking out the actual spells because like we said, they're each separated into their own subsection. It looks a lot better in the uh, separated versions than in the fully, you know, worded out multi-paragraph versions that we went through initially. Mm -hmm. So if, for instance, you're still worried about how the absorb or dampen mechanic might work, then I definitely go check out the protection prayer subsection because it has everything laid out there. There's also it's, just a lot. 
a lot there happening. Is. There's so many new prayers. Yeah. Also, I, you, this entire time you just keep saying spells. <laughs> I just well, keep not correcting you. Yeah, because they kind of they kind of feel like spells, <laughs> they but do. obviously they're not. But um, everyone I think hopefully knows what I mean. You can check out these prayers and you know see exactly what they do and vote on them because um, yeah, it's an entire spell or entire prayer book. Yeah. So it's so make it's sure a to lot. read through it before you vote. Don't just go from what we're saying because. There's just, I'm scared that we mess something up. <laughs> yeah, it's not. And this is kind of a big deal. It's not unlikely we skipped over something or aren't realizing the severity of something. Man, so. I wish you guys could see how much we we're having to scroll back and forth between these two pages while we've been talking. It w- this was very annoying. Yeah. So <laughs> while this is cool and all, I'm still uh, over. Overall, what do you think about this prayer book? Would you use it over the standard? And do you think it fits in wh- where it's supposed to? I think it fits in where it's supposed to. Um, trying to figure out myself, I don't think I'm going to use it until people start telling me like, oh, this is the meta somewhere because yeah. I'm so comfortable with what I'm used to, but I do think that some of them are really good. I actually really randomly like the utility ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, um, yeah, no, I think the give and take is pretty good. I think that's represented very well in a lot of it. What about you? Um, I overall agree. I think a lot of people were really, I mean, surprise, surprise. A lot of people were really, really negative initially. People are negative about everything in this game, though. Especially about the prayers and stuff like that. And a lot of people were like, oh, why would I ever use this, you know, anywhere like, over yeah, the standard spellbook? Yeah, and then in two months, they're going to be like, oh, it's you. if you go to Chambers, you have to switch this prayer book. <laughs> yeah. And- Just wait. I mean, I did want to mention that a lot of people were, while a lot of people were saying that on like the subreddit and stuff like that, there were a few like quieter voices I could see in the comment section every once in a while being like, I would actually use this at TOA, Chambers, TOB, because the damage is so, so important and so much stronger than people realize from this spell, from this prayer book mm-hmm. that um, it's, it's almost impossible to bring it anywhere or to not bring it anywhere, rather. I would just say a reminder for everyone to vote because it may seem like if you don't like these that Red is making it seem like, oh, they're totally going to lose. But Red's just an echo chamber of the same people over and over. Yeah. So if you have an opinion on it, make sure to actually vote. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of these spells I think are good. I do think it was good that they went through on a second pass already. Mm-hmm. Because there were some issues with the spells, and a lot of them were not unique enough. I think and that's a that was a really valid consideration that they made because that was one of the big things. Is like a lot of these spells just seemed like the spells that we or or the the prayers that we already yeah. had. But that's you know, why like all the vows, even though I don't know how much I'd use them, I think that they're very unique and could probably be used in certain situations. I agree. I, I like the uniqueness of the vows. I wish their names weren't so hard to pronounce. We'll get used to it. But um, I think we'll just end up calling Cruer's Vow, Cruz Vow. I'm sure. And uh, Glacier Vow. Glacier Vow. Umbrella Vow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Femur so. Vow. Overall, I think the mechanics are really cool. Stuff that I've even suggested being in like future weapons that I think would be cool are in these spells. So I'm glad to see them. Prayers. Or these prayers. <laughs> so I, I'm really glad to see them in the game. But um, so yeah, overall, I like it. I think it yeah. fits in the the give and take. I think the a, a big um, like thing that I'd be leaning on is what ends up happening for the overhead defensive prayers. Yes. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those work. <laughs> yeah, because... Like what will be better? Like I said... If it was for certain content, I really 
probably wouldn't end up caring about the chip damage, but if I was just, I don't know, if for a lot of content, it would get annoying, I think, pretty fast, just always having chip damage. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they have options for that as well. Or maybe that's the option where I just switch to the standard spell book or prayer book. So yeah, who knows? But um, either way. Overall good. Overall good. And we are back. It is now Thursday. We took our little overnight break and we are here. We have our update. So a little bit of revised docket. We'll be having talking about this huge, huge, huge quality of life update as well as the forestry poll results. And then we will get to our Q&A as per the plan. As per usual. But first, I had a little bit of update. Well, I didn't do much, but I did make more gold. I got a chap split. I got 15 mil. Wow. Yeah. Big money. Last night, I was just doing um, eight man, like 300 or less with the chat all night. And it was cool. It was fun. If you guys want to raid, twitch.tv slash boonbabe, come join. Nice. And then I played Subnautica. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Awesome. No huge updates from you last night? Uh, Yeah, I killed more bugs. Um, Yeah. Rock and stone. Yeah, rock and stone. Actually, (laughs) I burned all of them with my flamethrower. It was crazy. That's gnarly. Okay. Yeah. Some kind of morbid roasted bug, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Either way, (laughs) we're going to get into the update. So, this is for poll 78 changes. Never ending poll 78. Never ending. Actually, I think this is almost the end of it. Yeah. If there are more, (laughs) then it is not much more. So, this is almost the end of poll 78. So we're going to take a look at even more Pulse 78 changes that came out on March 9th. And this is, um, like it says in the title, launching a number of Pulse 78 changes. Yep. And so these ones are going to be Ring of Recoil have been added to the uh, Magpie Implings loot table. This is something that a lot of people were um, kind of upset about initially, which is why they added it to the loot table, because they were originally going to replace part of the loot table with the They're going to get rid of pineapple seeds for it. Yes. And I'm like, seeds are so important. Yeah. Always. Not even as an iron, just if you want to save money. Because the rings of recoil, yeah, really are pretty much a, an iron drop. And so to remove another part of the iron drop table <laughs> would kind of not make sense. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a lot of people were upset about that, but... That did not get replaced. It actually... Yeah, it, it that I mean their upsetness did work because now it is on the loot <laughs> table just in addition to everything else. Perfect. And the next thing is going to be players can now filter their prayers in the same way as magic spells. So this is something a lot of people were really upsetty spaghetti about. This okay, patch. I would actually say for good reason because it is not what you'd think. Yeah. So well, people were upset for two reasons. One. Oh, is, I'm upset for a different reason probably. Yeah. So one being that it is just not very good. Um, the interface isn't good. So we just went through the magic spell filtering thing where when you filter them, they get bigger. Yeah. For some reason, they did not implement that for the new prayer filtering. Yeah. So it's just as tiny. <laughs> so for anyone, for anyone that's ever filtered their skills or their spells in their spell book, um, it is the exact same almost, except, you know, more spe- specifically for prayers. Mm-hmm. And... Um, The thing that a lot of people are more upset about as well is there used to be a RuneLight plugin. And this RuneLight plugin allowed you to pretty much do what everyone wanted this update to do, which was, you know, very specifically set which prayers are showing showing and where they are. I'm surprised that was allowed. Yeah, it, it's not anymore, which is why it doesn't exist. Oh, I was like, that sounds like it could have been like a cheat thing potentially. Um, yeah, maybe it could or have been, but one. a lot of people just used it to, you know, either make like swap places with different 
prayers and stuff like that so that you could just more easily have like the three main prayers you used in the middle. Yeah. I whenever I go to click overheads, it's very frequent that I'll accidentally click other prayers on my way and like turn off regular on accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And um yeah, obviously most people just want to use the middle of their prayer book, which is um like what they wanted from this update, but for anyone that doesn't know or hasn't tried it, if you do deactivate certain spells, one, the filtering is not very good uh, or very specific. Which kind I, of weird. I think that's something that they could definitely improve. It's just yeah. like some of the wording is strange and I don't necessarily know what's not going to show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not, they're not, uh, the filter's not specific enough. So it really just doesn't do the best job. And on top of that, whenever it is filtered, all of your filtered options are pushed to the very top of the spellbook. And which the is same size. the exact opposite of where you want it to be. It, yeah. You want it in the direct like middle. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want it not all, all the way out of the way like it is now. I saw one person that like pointed out, I think it was on Reddit, and they showed like what could have been. And it was basically like how you set up your quick prayers, how you go and check which ones you want to yeah. use, but just like going and checking which prayers you want to show. Yeah, I think absolutely. Like That'd if, have been nice. If they just, because they already have the quick prayer set up where it shows like, the left, you know, the check or like the the check mark, the mm -hmm. little button on the left. If they just added another little check mark button on the right, to be like show these only. Yeah, to be like which ones are you showing and which ones are you setting up for your quick prayer. Yeah, and then just have that, and then they should auto adjust to the size that is allowed for them. Like yeah, I don't, I don't like know. like how the new prayer one or the new spell ones have. Yeah, that should be an option. Like, why doesn't it resize? That's totally, it's so weird because I'm assuming that they started working on this before they did the spell resizing because it's so weird that they just added that because they're like, yeah, it doesn't make sense for it to be small. Add a new update where something is just as small. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's so weird. Yeah, it, it really, again. It's is, a lot of blank space. If you go and try it out, it's like a lot of dead space at the bottom of it. Yeah, like, like if you just select two options, half your prayer book just isn't there. There's just nothing. It's empty. Yeah, which I mean, obviously would kind of be the case in the other in the other thing we're talking about. But I mean, if you are able to resize it, then it would just fill up your prayer book like it should. Yeah, that's how I think it should be resizable. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's not. That's probably I, something they'll have to pull again for some reason. I was going to say, I feel like that's something that will happen, though. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Because the way it is now is kind of weird. <laughs> this also kind of seems like it's, like, random. Like, I don't remember them, like, mentioning that they were going to do this. I voted on it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, it totally... was on the poll. Okay. I was like, I totally don't really remember this, but that's probably just because this it'd was be, forever ago. I thought it would be cool because you wouldn't be... I mean, they did make it so you won't... Like, if you have Rhaegar, you won't be hitting the lower tier version of Rhaegar if you filter it. Some... But again, like, it, the way that it's sized and how it pushes up to the top, it just isn't the cleanest interface. <laughs> yeah. Some people were actually mad in the, in the reverse of what you just said because... Oh, gosh. Well, because, like, I know a lot of people want to extend their trips places mm -hmm. for obvious reasons maybe you're doing slayer or something like that and you don't maybe need the defense that rigor provides and oh. so they actually just want to use eagle eye hey you know what's funny is that's going to be um, the new prayer book will be perfect for them then because yeah. <laughs> they're going to have ones that are just attack only yeah but i mean that might require more prayer per second that's but true either way yeah a lot of people like using like i've even seen people oh and there's no way to make it so you can only have the lower exactly they there's really needed there's ways to mark. get there's ways to get rid of the lower, but not ways to get rid of the higher. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Weird. So like, if you're on a Slayer task, or I've even seen people say that they like doing that at things like Vorkath. Like they just want to stay there as long as possible, 
So, you know, maybe getting like a five or six kill uh, stay instead of, you know, four. Eli just happens to work better for them. And yeah, you don't need the defense because you're not really defending while at Vorkath. I mean, you're going to get hit probably regardless, mm -hmm. you know, because he has a pretty high uh, magic hit. That's but, so true. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of... Uh... A lot of controversy, weirdly, around this. Yeah, so... But, um, I think I think that that's something that they should change. I hope that they do. There's a lot of people talking about it, so I can see them definitely adjusting it a little bit. I just don't know how they'll do it. I agree. Uh, so, another change that... Um, Moving on. Yeah, is good, but also, I think, again, kind of uh, inconsequential, is going to be the reduced cost of the Abyssal Dagger's special attack from 50%. Down to twenty five percent, which um, should have been a long time coming. It's a little too little, too late. Yeah, definitely a little too little, too little, too little. I know too I said late. that really weird. <laughs> and uh, on top of that, I think um, people have already done the math. You know, whenever this was pulled, uh, the Abbey Dagger still does less damage per um, per tick than um, you know the regular DDS, which is mm -hmm. which is weird. Um, so they didn't increase the damage on the Abbey Dagger, so it's still going to be a useless dead item, but. It'll be slightly less useless. Yeah. Which is good. Um, they also finally removed the restriction on the use of the special attack orb in the wilderness. PvP so, worlds and PvP mini games. Yeah. And all, so wait, I can click PvP. the orb now? Yeah. I thought they said they weren't going to do that. No, they, they pulled it again. Oh, and yeah, it yeah, passed. Okay. Yay. That's cool. Yeah. So initially it didn't pass and then they pulled it again and it did pass. I was PKing the other day on the subathon, so I could have used that. Yeah. You I probably would have just died faster. That would have made all the difference. Yeah. I got really close until that second person spawned and killed me immediately. Oh. But that, yeah, that was a bummer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was just those four changes from pull 78 this time around. But um, yeah, like I said, uh, some. Good, some disappointing, some inconsequential. I like them all, but like that one can be a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like where they're going with it. Overall, it, it kind of feels bad that I feel like only one of these being the Rings of Recoil was actually a good change. Wildly accepted. Yeah. I feel and like the special they, attack orb I'm very excited about actually. Yeah, the special attack orb is like kind of like a finally kind of deal, mm -hmm. but um yeah, I don't know. The Abbey Dagger kind of, again, like, I don't know who's going to use that Abbey Dagger. People used to use it for strength training, but now I don't really see anyone use it ever. I'm sure there's some uses somewhere. It's funny because I remember I used to flip Abbey Daggers from 5 to 7 million, like, all the time. Yeah, they're like 3 mil. Like, I would just put in a buy order for, like, you know, 20 or 30 of them overnight. Jeez. And he used to be a big flipper. And then I would sell them all for like a, like a million profit each the next day for like five mil. You were so good at making money back then. And, and now I can't imagine ever flipping these because no <laughs> one buys them. True. Yeah, so funny. There are some other smaller changes. So tweaked the pathfinding of certain NPCs as long as the door is open. Talking to Herman, Karanas, or any banker should now walk you to the front of their booth or table and not into a wall. If you find you're still walking in the walls, please let us know. Actually, yeah, no, that is kind of annoying that that does happen. That's weird. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Fix an issue with the Revenant Maledictus drop mechanics where players could not obtain loot if the top damage player left the cave before the boss died. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just do like 500 damage and leave. Yeah. Recentered inventory icons for the Ring of Pursuit, Ring of Returning, and Ephrates 8. Yeah. That's I don't the, know how to read that. Yeah, if, I think it's a Faraday's, and it's uh, the ring that allows you to deal damage to uh, vampires with any weapon. Literally didn't know that existed. Yep. Rotated a miss. Oh, okay, actually, this one's huge. Rotated a misaligned rug corner in Piscarilius. Whoa, crazy.
crazy. Why when's, the, when's the last time like, you When's the last time you've been to Piscorilius? I did clues there. Oh, yeah, actually, not there. too long ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever fished there? Which fish is there again? The monkfish. I went and I was trying to AFK monkfish and I got bored. Yeah. And so I left okay. and went to barbarian fishing. That's funny. I didn't like that it kept switching places so frequently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corrected dialogue, which referred to Legends Quest by the wrong name. <laughs> what, what were they calling it? Yeah. The like... Loser's Quest. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you pick such a drastic of, change? I was thinking of what's the exact opposite of Legend? Loser. Uh, okay. <laughs> The thrall duration bar should now be adjusted in line with the player's combat achievement rewards. Oh, was, was that just like not working or was it just not showing it? No, I think it just wasn't showing it properly. Oh, okay. Expanded activity high scores that previously had minimum kill of 40. The new minimum is 35. Players within this range should find their scores are added gradually soon. I like that they're still lowering it. It's funny because I've seen people say the opposite, obviously. Because they're always because they're all elitists. But it, I mean, it was no, it was kind of um, a good reasoning. Like I could see where they were coming from, but they liked it because it kind of gave them a reason to do a certain amount of KC at bosses. That's true. So you'll be on the high scores. Yeah, they're all like, oh, I wanted to, I liked doing at you know at least fifty, so I could say that I was on the, the leaderboard. That's fair. I I personally like this more because I, I, whenever I see people with certain pets, like I always look them up. And if they have below 50, I'm always curious what kill count they got it at. Yeah. I'm just nosy. <laughs> okay. They also added that as a reminder, this is an ongoing update designed to reduce the load on our high score system. We'll be lowering the kill count minimum again soon. They still haven't specified. I wonder if they ever did and we just missed it. I think they'll just go to zero eventually. I'm assuming. This next one is actually a really big update for Iron Man. A greater range of items, including upgrades, will now count for master clue steps and be accepted into stash units. So climbing boots gilded can now be substituted for climbing boots in the elite stash near the shadow dungeon entrance. Also, but who has... Someone's like, oh, I don't have climbing boots. I can't do this clue. If <laughs> yeah. only my gilded climbing boots would work. Or yeah. gold trimmed. What is it? Yeah, it's gold trimmed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> that, that one I thought was really funny because it's like, who... Who has doing, just that? Who's doing that? The abyssal tentacle or abyssal tentacle ornament can now be substituted for the abyssal whip in the stash near Drainer Bank. That's cool. Guardian boots can now be substituted for Bando's boots in the stash near Zalandra. That's actually really cool because I don't think too many people use Bando's boots. But Bando's I could, boots are like fairly rare. They're rare and also they're just not very good. But Guardian boots are actually okay as far as boots go. Yeah. Climbing boots G can now be used to solve the elite emote clue cheer in the shadow dungeon. Oh, I like how they that's the same exact place and they put it so much lower on the list. Yeah, they could just put it right <laughs> after. Again, they did that with everything, Wait, actually. I, yeah, the Abyssal Tentacle and Abyssal Tentacle Ornament will now be accepted in place of the Abyssal Whip in the relevant Master Remote Clue. No way that this wasn't a thing before. Yeah, what? Yeah. You had to have the exact mm -hmm. item. I hate that so bad. I think that's happened before to me a couple of times. Like, I go somewhere and I don't have, like, this specific amount. Yeah. And I'm like, bro. Yeah, I'm sure. Guardian boots can now be substituted for Bando's boots in the relevant Master Clue emote. Primordial boots will now be accepted in place of Dragon boots and the relevant Elite emote clue. Wait, they're literally just the advanced version of the boots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fowler will now accept the Bow of Ferdinand, the Bow of Ferdinand Corrupted, and all color variations in place of the Crystal Bow. Crazy. Oh, that's nice. Fowler will now accept all Gomel's Hilt variations of the Avernic Defender in place of the Avernic Defender, including Travel versions. Wow. How was it that they were not accepting these slightly different versions of everything? You want to know what's funny, though? What? Is This would be too... I mean, I'm not a UIM, so I don't care. Mm -hmm. But none of these apply to UIM. 
Please note that although upgrade items are now storable in relevant stash units, we've intentionally blocked Abyssal Tentacles, Guardian Boots, and Primordial Boots from the stash for Ultimate Iron Men. Yeah. What? Don't worry, though. We intend to pull this change specifically for UIM at a later date. I wonder what they'll vote. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, that'll be much more of a big deal for UIMs than any other mm-hmm. person in the game. So I guess it makes sense, but it's still kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, so they give us a new clue for Crack the Clue 3 yet again. Um, it's funny because initially, whenever this did first come up, uh, they actually had the wrong clue on there. Did they actually? That's yeah, funny. Yeah, so Mod, <laughs> Mod Goblin had to go back there and fix it. Whoops, the do. Yeah, unfortunate. But that's it for the update. Like uh, we I'm, said, huge, massive update with uh, lots of big, controversial changes. Weirdly, actually controversial, considering there was like four changes. Yeah, but <laughs> I, would, I would agree. Definitely packing a punch in the controversy per change category. I mean, in that's this every one. week in this game. Yeah. Speaking of controversy, though, moving on to the forestry poll results. Huge controversy in the fact that uh, there was not a lot because all of them passed with flying colors, except yes. for one got kind of close, but, um, well, yeah, that one did. We'll, we'll get over it. Yeah. We'll explain. We'll get over it. We'll I sound like it. I'm devastated. Or something. Yeah, what I meant to say was one came close to failing and then one actually did fail, mm-hmm. but it was the one that I think almost, well, everyone that I would consider would probably would not vote for this, so yeah. it makes sense. So, yeah, in general, basically everything passed like a sweeping pass all across except for iron players are not going to benefit from the players campfire boost yeah you must this stand one, alone this one makes sense i mean like i like i said whenever we were even talking about this like it would make sense if you could use someone else's campfire for like making your own tea or whatever but not getting the boost but yeah just to straight up beginning that'd be like someone just giving you like a potion or something just give me a pop, bro. Yeah, like that's that's kind of what it feels like. So no, if you're an Iron Man, you cannot benefit from other players' campfire boosts. But I'm I'm guessing if you're a GIM, you can. Or if I mean, if they're in your group, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, the only other one that came relatively kind of two that got close-ish. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple that came close, as in they were under eighty percent. Everything else was over eighty percent pass rate. And the first one is going to be the clothes pouch. I'm so, surprised that this wasn't overwhelming pass. Yeah, I think a lot people of people. Fashion escape. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think a lot of people really don't, you know, like fashion escape for yeah. some reason. As a reminder, the clothes pouch would store your lumberjack outfit, so you, you can get the bonus still, but wear whatever you want. Yeah, so you could it's wear. Like a very, to me, it feels very pointless to vote no. They just want people to wear the lumberjack outfit. I don't know. And yeah. people still will. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because they're not recolors. So I'm surprised that got 25% of people voted no. Yeah. Also, I mean, if you think about it, this also does take up an inventory slot. So you're really just like, you know, making it worse for yourself. Yeah. You, I, mean, I don't get why they would be like, I don't want anyone to do this. Yeah. It's really kind strange. Kind of weird. I mean, this kind of one, uh, it, it still passed, but it was relatively close at 74.1%. Um, I think it'll be higher because there were a decent amount of people that did skip this question. Mm-hmm. Um, with the next one being right after it is the other one that almost didn't pass and this one was at 78% and this is the Forester's Ration a new item that when consumed would restore run energy after chopping down a tree 
Um, Again, and, I don't really under, I don't really know why it matters. Yeah, I don't I don't know why this matters either. I don't. I mean, you're Weird. just gonna be running from tree to tree. I don't know how. It's not like you're in the wilderness. Maybe, maybe they're thinking you're woodcutting in the wilderness, running away from other players. I don't I, get it. Yeah, maybe you are. <laughs> and then if I mean, honestly, that would be a hilarious thing to see <laughs> someone just getting out getting rations over and over, <laughs> just getting completely ran circles around by this person cutting down trees. That'd be great. But uh, either way, a lot of people did vote. Um, over 90,000 people did vote on this. Yeah. So definitely um, a healthy amount of people. Totally. But there was actually, I was not joking, some some hot takes on Twitter to the responses. Who would have thought? So, like, I wanted to go over something because I thought it was so interesting. I won't say, like, their usernames because, like, whatever. It's not like they they weren't being rude about it. But, like, one person said, 20-year-old based tree mechanics changing kind of stinks. The first two questions can pass. I'm concerned for other skills like mining and smithing to get reworks or mechanic changes. Not looking forward to this. Yeah. And I feel bad, but I laughed when I read that because we talk about like every week how we want mining and smithing to be reworked. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean. And I was like, imagine getting our way. <laughs> I think, the, well, one, I think smithing would only get reworked because it would have to be. And like coinciding with the mining rework, mm-hmm. but if you think mining is like in a good place right now, then it's not. I don't know. You're playing a different game. Just because it's old doesn't mean that's better. Yeah, <laughs> that, that kind of goes with the next person's too. Yeah, I was gonna say like content. Some some of the stuff in this game that really puts me off is people saying that sitting at a mining node for you know. 300 hours or whatever is, is is content is ideal that that is not content to anyone besides like people that are like either delusional or just They're really just really not, riding that nostalgia train. really have not played any other game yeah like i don't i don't know that's just not hot take mini games of the future you guys i mean even if it's not a <laughs> mini game like just something that is not you know mind numbing power mining and or three ticking granite for yeah. you know the next hundred something hours it's True. just like it's so funny how normal mining is just like not even a normal method that people recommend yeah it's, <laughs> it's literally that it's, it's literally afking mlm or two ticking power mining or three ticking granites yeah. like i don't but is there i don't know if there's something i'm missing maybe blast furnace or not blast furnace but blast mining or volcanic whatever. mining i've heard is fun i've been volcanic mining that. and blast mining both of those i guess technically are other options but, but they're but clearly not that popular clearly not so i don't know what you like about mining but let us know if we are completely wrong and mining <laughs> is the best skill like this guy yeah there's one other person who also said these are the first two responses so it's the first thing i saw they said very sad to see this many people in favor of changing fundamental game mechanics in a game that has old school in the title thoroughly disappointed thoroughly it's kind of like what i was just saying just because something's old and has been here for a long time doesn't mean it's good <laughs> yeah it doesn't necessarily mean that's a good thing at all like i think that the forestry updates gonna be so much fun yeah i'm actually very excited for it because people will just do woodcutting afk and like you don't talk to anyone you're just antisocial for so many hours it didn't feel like that long to me because i had covid and i was like blacked out a lot of the time i was woodcutting yeah but uh it's not the most fun yeah i was gonna say actually one of the larger reasons why i haven't been playing recently is because of content like that Oh, because AFKing stuff? Is because of how required AFKing is for this game. Mm -hmm. And it's so disengaging as far as content goes that I would just rather not do it. Yeah, it's like you want to go and like have fun and be active. Yeah, like 
I, maybe, I don't, maybe that's why I like rating so much because I'm always doing something. It, yeah, exactly. Like if you want a skill, for example, and if you just told not even a newer player, if you just told any logical person that like, hey, you have to do this for another, you know, couple hundred hours, but actually not really playing the game, just being here so you don't go AFK. Yeah. It's like if you said that about any other game, they'd be like, what are you talking about? It's like about? an idle game. Yeah, literally, it's like an idle game. It's like, like a it's like a clicker game. But you have to keep checking back every once in a while to make sure you're not logged. Yeah, like you'd have to be like, all right, let me check and make sure my my you know my game's not logged out. All right, yeah. cool. Let me click on this thing again. I'll be back in twenty minutes. Like, like, I don't think it's a bad thing to have AFK methods, but that shouldn't be the main method that everyone uses. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's honestly so nice have variety. It's become so off putting for me that you know the game is like such a job in that way sometimes that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, whenever I talk about crazy. wanting to max, I literally talk about it like it's a big responsibility I have to take on. Yeah, I'm like, do I have the time to put into agility? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just not super engaging, which is really unfortunate because yeah. that's the main way to level a lot of skills. Like almost any any skill that's there's a decent amount of AFKing. Which is unfortunate because I wish there was just like active ways to make decent XP that, that wasn't a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're either... Just a normal method. It, it feels like you're either just doing the most sweatiest method or you're just AFKing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know why it feels like that. And the in-between... I mean, actually for woodcutting, there's not really an in-between. It's always AFK, yeah. isn't Wood, it? Woodcutting, it's either you're... It's just cutting regular trees because they despawn after every cut. <laughs> yeah, you're either, you know... AFKing at magics use or your two ticking teaks or you know one and a half ticking mahoganies or something mm-hmm. like that and it's just like and you have to click every 0.5 seconds or you'll lose your groove I hate that it's like, I hate ticking <laughs> what is this content yeah I think forestry will be a nice change I'm excited for that yeah so that'll be really nice and also these are some super hot uh, takes archaic hot takes yeah but anyway, with that, we can move on to our Q&A this week. Yeah. Our first question is from Harger over on Discord. So Harger put forward a idea for a Grandmaster survival quest. I actually really like it. Yeah. So this quest would require 90 agility. The idea would be scaling a mountain to kill a vampire lord who is threatening to kill the king of Varrock. During the climb, you also have to battle enemies, build shelter, 82 construction, catch and cook food, 78 fishing, 84 hunter, 80 cooking, and craft weapons from stone and wood. 74 mining, 83 smithing, 77 fletching, 87 woodcutting. The reward is vampire blood, a new untradeable poison you can extract from the corpse of the dead vampire lord at the top of the mountain and apply to runes. This means your ordinary magic spells can now inflict poison. This would require 88 runecrafting to apply. Yeah. I, I like this. The story I like already. The survival aspects like building a construction what's it called a shelter yeah and like like, (laughs) um i started playing subnautica so i'm like really into the survival stuff right now so i'm like ooh, building a base like going in food but i mean obviously the runescape version i think that's really good i love the requirements for it yeah the high requirements because we're always talking about how we want stuff with high requirements for quests i yeah i i agree on most fronts i think like you know the specifics you could definitely play with like yeah vampires we already kind of have vampires and stuff like that also but something else yeah something like that but um i like the higher requirements i do think they're a little too high 
Maybe. Even though it is a grandmaster, like, ni- 90 agility. I'm not even 90. 90 agility, that grind in itself would take a True. really Maybe long like time. Maybe like 87 or 85 even. That's like, yeah, that's like two two or 3,000 laps yeah. at like Ardoin Unless or something. we add a level past grandmaster, like epic. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, just completely redo that system. But um, yeah, well, we If could. it's 20 years old, why change it? Wow, yeah. you sound really ignorant right now, Robert. I know. I'm a fool. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, the skills are a little too high. I mean, also this would have to be, it would have to introduce, I think, more because this would be like the highest requirement quest in the game. So it would have oh, to like, yeah. It would have to offer more than just like something like Vampire Blood. Although I do think that's a really cool idea. I think that's very cool using it for magic too. Yeah, because the only thing, there are magic weapons that poison, obviously, mm-hmm. but not in PvP or anything like that. I mean, you also can't um, just like fire blast someone and it poisons them. Yeah, you can't do that either. So, um, I mean, obviously the like the Sanguinesi and stuff like that. Um, wouldn't be affected by this, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm thinking but, um, manually casting. Spells. Yeah, manually casting. Although I don't really know anyone that manually casts anything unless barraging. it's barraging. Like, Could be for Slayer. Oh, if it works with barraging, then that's entirely that's huge different. For Slayer. Yeah, then that's entirely different. But uh, yeah, either way, I think this is a good idea. What I liked mostly was the concept, mm-hmm. where like it'd be cool if you like if they're like all right we're gonna go up and like fight this guy and like the quest gave you an option to like store all of the stuff that you wanted to bring on this excursion in like this chest and then you'd go up because it'd have to be a long quest you can just yeah. go up i'm and assuming kill the boss. puzzles all over this mountain yeah so i, I assume <laughs> you'd go up the, the mountain in like three stages and each stage was kind of like a mini quest Ooh, yeah and, and like so a, even a demi boss maybe yeah, like maybe you'd, you'd like stop on the way up because there's an obstacle. Then you had to do like this quest. Or you're passing a village and someone's attacking and you're going to help them. Something like that. <laughs> and then like finally, and then at each step you can like withdraw stuff from the chest that you brought. But it's only a limited number of supplies. So you can't just bring like, you know, like 50 pots or whatever. Of course. It's just and like then, a normal inventory maybe. Yeah, and then right when you get to the very top, you like get your last inventory of stuff. And then, you know, do the last mini quest. And then like the boss will just like you know, shatter your encampment. You have to like fight him like right there with whatever supplies you have left. I like that a lot. Like that that would be, I think the concept would be really cool because there's nothing like that really in the game. There's not. I'm also imagining very, they could come up with a lot of silly cut screens, cut scenes as you guys are climbing this mountain. Yeah, cut screens. Yeah, Yeah, shush. (laughs) I I think the idea is really cool. Like I said, the specifics could easily be worked around, but I think the idea is cool. Yeah, definitely. Our next question is from Matt over on Instagram with a very similar thing. Also, a what are your thoughts on question? So this would be a quest called The Secrets of the Hourglass, and it would be a Grandmaster quest. So the quest start. In the Sophonim dungeon, a player discovers an ancient hourglass belonging to Zeros himself, which upon touching it takes the player back in time to the god wars between Zeros and Saradomen and Zamrock. The plot? The server serves as a spy for the Zamrock army, having to perform numerous stealth missions and assassinate leading officers in an attempt to bring down the reign of Zeros. During the course of the quest, the player can use the hourglass to return to normal time whenever he or she wants, but after the quest, the player must remain in present and cannot return to the past. Their ward would be the hourglass of time, an hourglass attached to an amulet which allows the player equipping it to return to their hit points level five seconds before his or her death. The amulet can contain only one charge at once, and because only one NPC in Gilner knows how to charge it, a priest in Sophonim, it costs 10 mil per charge. Huh, interesting. I like the quest idea. I'm not sure about the reward. 
But I like the idea of the quest. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of the mummy kind of. Again, I, I like <laughs> the idea for both. But mm-hmm. um, again, like maybe the specifics of it could easily just be worked around. Um, one thing is like the, the quest I think is cool that you have to like try to do your best while you're there and then you can't go back. But I think because of that, it would have to be like kind of procedurally generated because then it'd be lame if you're like, if they're like, all right, cool, you just go in here and then you leave immediately and then you could talk to the dude and like say these five things that presumably you'll be there for a while that everyone knows are the five things you need to say. Yeah. Whereas like if you were there, it'd be cool if they would change the order of stuff that they would say. So that it was so random. you could just look it up. Yeah. So you actually had to go through and do the quest instead of just being like, what does this quest guide say? I'll true. just do these five things. And that's, that's very it. true. I it, like the, the stealth missions and assassinating leaving officers a lot too. Yeah. Because that's something that you can't really get help with. Because I'm imagining stealth being like a sorceress garden, you know. Yeah. Moving yeah. while they're not looking. They can be frustrating. But they're a little fun sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they can be. But yeah, I think it definitely needs to be have some kind of randomization, some kind of procedural generation or something like that, so that it would be randomized, kind of. So people but, really um, get immersed. Oh, yeah. So you just actually do the quest because it seems like a very powerful item. It seems like um, it's funny because they actually have both of these things in World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. One is like you can go because they've had so many expansions in WoW. You can True. go back in time. This, oh really? This, yeah, this character. That's there's cool. also an entire like area called the Caverns of Time, um, and so that's a pretty cool area. But on top of that, they also have an ability called um, I forgot the name of it, but it has it has to deal with time. And essentially, uh, mages can actually like go back to where they were like however many seconds ago, right before they died, maybe. Well, usually it's right before their ability. Like they'll like use all of their strengthening spells use their spells, and then go back in time and use them again. Oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's actually not to prevent death, but to increase your strength. Yeah, I liked it because it kind of reminded me of, like, the Ring of Life, but better. It, <laughs> Instead of telling you out, it just improves your hit points so you can stay. It reminds me of the Necklace of the Phoenix, which I think a lot of people oh, forget about. I forget about that, too. That yeah. one, um, once you get low health, it heals you. Yeah, you, it's kind of like redemption. It's like a combination of that and the ring of or uh, ring of life. Yeah, I think it would be one. I don't know. I think I kind of like the idea. So the hourglass of time, which attaches to an amulet, and when equipping it, it returns to their uh, equipping it to return to their hit points five seconds before his or her death. So I think this is kind of cool, but because of the Ring of Life and the Phoenix Necklace, I kind of think it's a little redundant. Well, I'm imagining, like, I wonder if it would still count as a death. Because I wonder how this would work for hardcores. Well, yeah, no, but Ring of Life already does that. Well, no, it wouldn't tell you. It would keep you there. Just improve your hit points is how I'm thinking of it. Yeah, I guess so. But I think it would need to do more as a Grandmaster That's reward. That's fair, yeah. Like, I think it would need to... Heal you all the way. Like, either heal you all the way, provide a buff or something. The necklace itself would have to be good baseline or no one would use it. That's true. Because it's like, why would you sacrifice, you know, the 20 or 30 stats that you're giving up? Yeah. Including the strength bonuses for not dying. I mean, obviously, maybe a hardcore would if it's like really sketchy stuff. But Yeah. I could also see this being if it was ever implemented. They'd be like, hardcores can't use it, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be weird. Because it'd be like you have a chance of dying and coming back to life. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool, but also I feel like it'd be a little too niche as a grand. And also people that weren't hardcore just wouldn't use it. 
So mm-hmm. as a grandmaster reward, it would have to be more. It'd have to be like you could rewind time. Like you could teleport. I don't know how they would code this, right? But <laughs> you could like rewind time by like two seconds or three seconds. So a shorter time. But it would like provide you a buff when you did that. So it would kind of work like how it did in World of Warcraft where like by rewinding time, you would rewind your position, your buff, and it would provide an additional buff so that like you could time it in a way yeah. that it would be good. Because they don't have anything like that. Like they don't have any buffing things like that in the game currently. So it could be a good new addition. But that'd be cool. I think it would be also, I think, potentially too strong if it did that as well. So. I was thinking because you were being like only hardcores would want to use that. Um, I think even normal bosses people would want to use that because how many people die with like it's just like them or the boss, you know, and they ended up dying. No, I agree. But yeah, uh, the, the reason I didn't, but they might not wear the necklace. Exactly. The reason mm-hmm. I didn't say that is because one, again, you're giving up all those yeah, stats just for just for you not dying, which is like not a big deal for most people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Either way, I think it's a good. I think it's a good idea. I think the quest is a good idea. I just think the reward would need to be reworked to be appropriate for a grandmaster. I agree. Overall, pretty cool though. Yeah, I like that you two. They're friends for anyone else. (laughs) This isn't just like a weird coincidence that two people sent us quest ideas. Yeah. Uh, I like that you guys come up with the most creative ideas though. Like actually, I'm so uncreative and it's very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like whenever people are like, oh, come up with a quest idea. I'm like, I literally cannot. You don't understand. (laughs) I cannot. It is impossible. Yes, but... Um, yeah, but I think that is going to be about it for this yeah. time around. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. And uh, if you also want to be featured and have any of your questions answered, let us know on our Discord, I think is the best. So you can check us out there. We have Discord links in our video description on YouTube as well mm-hmm. as over on Twitch. Or you can also send us your questions at any of our social media as well. Yep. Yeah, so our Twitter and TikTok are BoonBaitBoSRS. Our Instagram youtube and twitch are all boon babe so twitch.tv slash boon babe i stream five days a week so you can come and raid with me too and uh maybe carry me to the aqua trans walk yeah maybe or maybe <gasps> oh, not i tried staircasing last night and actually went okay oh yeah you yeah did. a couple of times i survived a couple of times i died yeah yeah but i think i'm gonna have to take a lot of practice before but i actually like my first attempt survived i think i got hit like once but we were on lower level, so it didn't kill me. It might have killed me if we we're on higher level, though. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's exciting getting good progress and actually like kind of doing it correctly. Yeah. So come come help me with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully uh, you all enjoyed. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all very soon. Bye bye. Meet Merp.